All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 124. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Life is fragile, Fred. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's go into the heavy stuff. Life is fragile, especially when your son Uh helps clean his fish tank with dish soap. Oh, no. And you don't notice. Oh, no. Until until you go into his room to tuck him in, and he says, Dad, there's bubbles coming out of my fish tank. Oh, shit. And uh, is bingo okay? And I say... He's just take. He's just sleeping. Oh. He's having a bath. Yeah, he is. Why is the it bubbles bath. come out of your fish tank? Because I was helping clean the tank. Oh, no. And then uh, Bingo had to go to fish heaven down the toilet bowl. Yeah, when my son was sleeping. Went into the yeah. afterlife. Yeah, we we cleaned his we cleaned his fish tank, and uh, he has a little fish tank. He had a little betta fish, and I love that yep. fish, and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Bingo. When Bingo was born, he was, or at least adopted, he was mentioned on this show. <laughs> so. Yes, he was a beautiful red beta fish. He was a scrawny thing, and uh, through my nurturing, because I I do like fish, I do like taking care of fish, and he he got big and healthy, That's beautiful cool. fins, and uh, he had a cool alligator skull that he was sleeping. Really liked that fish. And uh, my son liked them too. Little posters of them that he drew. That's awesome. all over his room. Uh, <clears throat> then we cleaned his tank yesterday, and at some point, uh, soap was introduced to the tank. Don't. I'm sorry. You know, he was singing a cleaning up. song. Uh-huh. Uh, clean, clean, cleaning the tank. So I'm assuming he was helping out in his mind, and somewhere soap got in there, and I didn't notice. And uh, that that will happen. Came. And when we came back at night, uh, there was bubbles coming out of it like a broken washing machine. And I went, that's not good. And bingo is uh, not moved. <laughs> when I was a kid, my dad put, uh, I think, what is it? Is it dish soap in the laundry? No, wait. Laundry oh, soap yes, in the dishwasher. No. Vice versa. No, you know what it is? Laundry it was soap. Dish you soap. can't put no. laundry soap in. It was dish soap in dish the soap. dishwasher. Like the dish soap yes. you do, like dial, like dub yes. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Mm. Didn't they do that on uh, the Brady Bunch? And then they had a big suds fight in the kitchen. Didn't they, like the suds like overflow Alice and she was like drowning? I'm going to be I straight with I you. I, I've seen very few Brady Bunch episodes, but they're inevitably, I bet every five years, at least since the dishwasher has continued to survive <laughs> throughout the times. Um, yeah. Yeah, there sure has been. Because there was that episode. recent... Uh, Serial killer Jessica Biel movie or TV show on Hulu called Candy, I think, where nope. she like killed someone and tried to get away with it. It's based on a true story. And in that, her husband, uh, oh no, I think it's um, the widow, the widower of the person she kills. He tries to do, uh, do the dishes and he uses dish soap. Oh. That, was, that was a big walk around the block to get to where I was getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a movie once where they did that. Okay, thank you, Fred. Um, no, let me tell you the plot. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> I just got it in 4K, Steelbook. It's on its way. 
I'll let you know what it looks like when it comes in. <laughs> Hold on, let me check my pre-orders. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, so. But yeah, uh, it was it was a, it bummed me out, and then so while he was sleeping, I I rushed it out of there, and uh, Bingo had to like say bye bye. It's very sad for me. I was like, you seem to be upset about this. I'm like, yeah, man. Like I took care of that fish. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fish. unfortunate. That's. And, like, um, I, I laughed about the scenario, but it's, like, yeah, because it's such a kid thing. It's like such an, it's like such an innocent kid thought that creates he death. Genuinely you know what wanted I mean? to help. Like you know, <laughs> yes. he genuinely wanted to help. <laughs> he thought he was doing good. Um, so then we had the talk, and uh, my wife panicked. You know, understandably because he has pictures he drew of him and all this stuff. My wife panicked, and she's like. What do we? It was like eight thirty last night, and she goes, "What are we gonna do?" She's like, uh, "She's like, uh, the pet stores are closed, so they're closing at nine. Um, she's like, "You know what you do? Uh, you, you get up in the morning, they open at nine, and you, it's like a sitcom, right?" And she's like, "Go down there and just find a red one, and then that, and, and I'll just tell them that that Bingo is at the hospital, and uh, you, you're gonna bring him home." And I go, or I can just tell him Bingo died. How about we do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, why are you going to fabricate this crazy long story? And then what if you go and they don't have a red fish? Then, then the story gets longer and more convoluted. How about this? We just tell him the fish was old and the fish died. Because technically the fish only live a handful of years. That's anyways. an excellent point. Yeah. So uh, she's like, oh, I mean, Okay. So the kid uh, couldn't sleep last night, so I woke up and he was in my bed smiling mm. at me. I woke up and he was like smiling at me. I'm like, what are you smiling at? And uh, he's just he just being goofy, you know? <clears throat> and mm-hmm. so we're talking about stuff. And then I go, buddy, come here, buddy. He comes over. I had some bad news. I got some sad news I got to tell you. He's what? I go, you know, you fish bingo. And I go. I said, you know, I don't know if he's just old or sick, but he, he went to fish heaven. Uh, somewhere during in the night, so <clears throat> I said he had to go go to fish heaven. He's like, did you did you flush him? Now, yeah, that's how they get the fish heaven. He goes back to the ocean with his those buddies in fish heaven. He goes, maybe he was old. I go, I think he was old, buddy. And I said, tell you what, we'll go pick up a new fish today, and you can name him. And then he got super happy, and that was the end of that. And he went on with his day. That's an excellent end to that story, actually. And he went out with his mother, and he bought a purple-blue one, which he named Bingo. (laughs) Because as kids want to do, Mm -hmm. just name the same name for about five years. And so there's Bingo number two in the tank right now, although I'm super paranoid because I scrubbed everything and cleaned everything. And when I went to bed tonight, his tank was, like, cloudy. And I'm like, oh, no. Is there something reminiscent somehow, somewhere? In the, how can there be? I don't know. The fish seem fine though. Good. Fish are swimming around and stuff. So I'm like, it's not in distress or anything. Maybe it's just cloudy, just because. Sometimes water gets cloudy, it has to clear up. It takes a while. New fish in there. Now yeah, I'm the fish will it. unfortunately be your canary in the coal mine. Like, oh god, I know. <laughs> And I'm, I'm paranoid when this show's over. I got to go check on this fish now. Because now I have stock in this fish because it's little. It's like a new baby. So I want to grow this one nice and healthy. 
And I'm like, oh, God, please don't, please don't let this one go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a funny thing because I, I boiled all the shit that was in there. Like he had two little statue things in there. Mm-hmm. Got rid of the plant, rubbed the rocks until there was no, actually no suds or nothing in the rocks. There was no soap. I, those, those were clear. I don't know where the soap came from. I really am baffled where the soap part came in. Unless he just put a drop in the water or something. I don't know what he did. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did, but the tank seems good, even though it's cloudy right now. So hopefully uh, the fish is alive in the morning. Uh, bingo number two. Bingo number two survives as of right now. He lives on. The spirit of bingo one lives on in bingo two. And, uh, you know, and that's it. That's that's my fish story, Fred. Life and death in renewal, rebirth. I actually love it. I'm, it's unfortunate what's happened, but I'd say it turned it out well. It turned out well. But what 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 is your thoughts on the um, lying to the kids about death? <laughs> I say uh, do, do it now yes. and then it won't become some anxiety-ridden Absolutely. horrible thing later. Yes. Yes. No, Autumn found out about death way too early, but uh, mm. we uh, – because we had that uh, – <laughs> yeah, she lost like a grandma by the time she was two, then an aunt right after that, then a couple oh, dogs. Man. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't fit them to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, no, we tried. Uh, it didn't work out. Grandma's so. feet hanging up. Doing. The- <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in. It's like that scene in Pulp Fiction. Argo, oh. <laughs> honey. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, as you know, I have a loud cat, <clears throat> but that cat is like 18, 19 years old. So, you know, we got to prepare these kids because oh, yeah. that cat is it only got a year or two, I think. So, you know, we we tell these kids constantly how old that cat is. We we yeah. thought Jack was in trouble, actually, our, our wiener dog that's 13 uh, this week because... He stopped uh, eating, and he was having trouble mm-hmm. going to the bathroom outside. And then when he did, yeah. it was kind of bloody, but not like mm-hmm. black. It was fresh blood, which oh, actually tends wonderful. to be a better thing than black stools. But anyway, um, and he's still not 100%, but over the course of like a couple of days, he's gotten to drinking water regularly. He's in good spirits. He moves around the house and everything. And he's starting to slowly eat food. But, uh, yeah, for a minute there, Julie was like, do you think... Touch and go. <laughs> he's, you think he's not going to be among us? And I was like, this dog's too damn stubborn to die. Are you kidding me? And I was right. Um, mm. Yeah. Our three-toothed yeah. wonder continues on. Jack the wiener dog. There you go. Lives to Jack see another day. Jack the wiener dog. I put three... I, I told Julie, I was like... I'll put a hundred bucks on three years from today, minimum. Uh, minimum. Yeah, I said he lives at okay. least three years. From September first <laughs> was when we thought things were going to get rough. She goes, "Why does this always happen on a holiday weekend?" And I said, "It doesn't." Yeah. He actually stopped eating on Thursday, but you had a lot of plans on Friday, and you were off of work. And then you had to work the three-day weekend. So you weren't going to waste time on Friday going to the vet. So you decided to leave it with me when everything's closed. 
I said, that's what's real, what really happened. But if you, if you were worried when he stopped eating, you mm-hmm. could have been in that vet's office Friday. You could have. So. Mm-hmm. And she didn't deny that. But that, that is, yeah. tends to be what happens. Is the dog starts to show symptoms and she's like, yeah, but who has the time? <laughs> I'll leave him with Fred over the holiday weekend. <laughs> so. That's how I knew the dog was going to live, too. I just left him alone. Well, there you go. But, I like it. Yeah. Ugh. So aside from your uh, escapades uh, with our uh, mm-hmm. friends in the sea, aside from you doing a cameo as the deep, um, mm-hmm. what else have you been up to this week? Well, it's been a short week for us. You know what I mean? It has been. Yes, I noticed that when I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out like what in the hell yeah, I've been we doing recorded for late, this show. Yeah. Late in the week. And then this is because I was thinking to myself today, I'm like, I don't think I've done much. No. Actually, since last time we talked. I mean, I can't remember what what I talked about on the last show. Because everything happened, right? Um, Mostly. Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing of note, really. It's just it's been a busy week. You know, school starts up. Uh, if you don't know, tomorrow is Labor Day. That's when we're recording this. And so the day after, my, kid, my kids go back to school. So that should be fun. Um, we'll see how that goes. That never goes well. Yeah. Everybody's super excited into the day. And then it's like tears and anxiety and panics Rain. and yeah, yeah. I'm not home because I'm at work, right? But my poor wife has to deal with all this shit. Oh yeah. Um, so you know that's coming up, and and like I said, it is Labor Day weekend, so it's like you know I didn't do much. My son had a football game that I got to go on on Saturday because I had Saturday off, so I got to actually go awesome. to a game. They got destroyed. They don't keep score, but if you were, they got annihilated. Okay. The guy next to me was like, "Guy next to me was like, uh, what teams are these? Like, what towns?" And I told him because they were come, They were there yeah. for the t- town after the game that's going to be after this one. He goes, <laughs> "Oh, okay, okay." And they were watching it. And then the game was. He's like, "Who's who's winning?" I said, "See the see the 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 little purple team." Yeah, goes, I said, not them <laughs> by a big margin. As not you stand them. there with a big purple T-shirt on. Yeah, and I had my purple Dixon on. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> – at least you had a Dixon. Shows you were a style. Oh, I have a Dixon. I have a Dixon for every occasion. So I get that impression. Yeah. 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 So I had the purple. I had a nice new one, uh, purple and black <clears throat> with snaps. has black snaps on it. Nice. Beautiful. It was a collaboration with a hard cider company. Oh, okay. I forget what the hard cider was called, but their cans are purple and black. So they did like this collab. It's beautiful. Um, it's like purple hot something or other. I don't know. I don't know what this. Um, but yeah, so I got to see the game. That was good to see him in action. You know, it was weird. They put him in on the first like switch of kids you know because they switched the kids out they put him in and then he never came out of the game huh and then a whole time i was proud of him snatched one flag so i was like i got to see him do there that you, you know well, and that's a long time to be in the game it is it was i was a little surprised i was like well, he's been in there the whole entire time and there was some plays he'd go after it and literally some plays he would just be standing there and everybody would like run away and he'd still be standing just by himself 
just staying in there. Like, Didn't feel like moving on that play. It's like I'm good. I'm good. They had it. I'm chewing on this. I knew they. Well, had they it. made they made the mistake. Listen, when you're dealing with six year olds, five and six year olds, mm-hmm. any introduction of anything is bad. And they gave the kids mouth guards. Oh yeah, they're gonna be distracted as hell. So he spent the whole time just chewing on it like gum, mm-hmm. and just sitting there. And you could tell tell he was playing with it. He had one hand in his mouth like the whole game. <laughs> and so I was like, well, that was a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and then um, everybody's sort of been laying around the house, mm-hmm. you know, this weekend because we've all had the weekend off. As you know, it 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 my wife starts twitching when that happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> so today she was just like, "Can we?" At first she suggested like people coming over out of the blue. Hey, can we have a movie night? Like, cause cause now we have a projector and a big screen we got for last Christmas, mm-hmm. and we've not opened it, never opened it. I don't know why she bought it. You know. I know why she bought it, but you haven't used it for that purpose. Yeah, she she bought it to keep up with the Joneses because huh. our other neighbor, two yards over, invited us over for an out, big outdoor movie night. We had it. And um, then we borrowed their projector once because uh, my daughter wanted to have her friends over and watch mm-hmm. a movie. So we set that up. And instead, they just watched uh, cheerleading videos off of Facebook <laughs> on it. I've- Right, because you know it, yeah. it runs off of the phone or the laptop or whatever, whatever it streams through. Yep. So that's what they did there. Sorry, taking a sip. Sip of the drink. Y'all good. <coughs> and um, so from those two experiences over like a two-year span, my wife thought it would be good to get us one as like a family gift. And it's never been out of the box. So – out of the blue, she's like, "We have maybe we'll have a movie night, but I think it's supposed to rain tonight. And I really did not care for the people she wanted to invite over. <laughs> okay. um, I've had my fill of them. They're people we see all the time. Mm-hmm. And after a while, they're people you can you 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 can have enough of after a while. You know? Gotcha. And I was just like, you know what? I'm I I'm just I need a break. I need a break from from that. I'm sorry. I got like this uh, tickle in my throat all of a sudden. <clears throat> talking. Talking too fast. Well, you're good. I can uh, I can fill time <sighs> if you need to. <laughs> nope, I'm good. You know when you start talking too fast and you get ahead of yourself and all of a sudden it's like you uh, feel yeah. like you cough. Like you dried out your throat. <clears throat> so then she goes, well, I want to do something. And uh, we're talking a little bit before the show about that I went out to eat. So <clears throat> my poor wife's like, I want to go out somewhere, like actually drive somewhere and go out to eat. And then maybe we'll go get ice cream. All right. So I picked an ice cream place that um, I heard good things about in the neighboring town. And then my wife picked a restaurant that was 40 minutes from that town. So I don't know the logic. Quite the drive. (laughs) I don't know the logic in that. I think it was she, she wanted to like go like feel like we were going somewhere. But right. I don't think anybody wanted the same feeling. So, like, especially with my 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 son, dog, they fight, like they fight constantly. You wouldn't think 
siblings with a nine-year difference would have anything to fight about. Okay. They fight non-stop. <laughs> and the oldest one, the 15-year-old, is the worst with the six-year-old. The 15-year-old. Do you think she wouldn't even acknowledge that he exists? But she constantly eggs him on and gets him riled up. Like, he could be sitting with playing with his toys in the kitchen by himself for, like, an hour, quiet. And she'll just barge in, sit down, start taking his shit from him. Like, it's crazy. Right, like, like causing what? the disruption. And then she gets him screaming, throws him, and then she goes, I'm leaving. And then she'll leave and leaves you with him all worked. She does it several times a day. It's baffling. And um, so they've been doing that all day. So in a car for 40 minutes, I'm like, I don't know what this was about. And um, so then we get all the way to this place. It was supposed to be like this treehouse restaurant. That sounds cool. Like it, was a, it, it was. It was like a tavern family restaurant. But in the back, it had like a tavern treehouse where all the food at the treehouse was separate from the family restaurant. All the oh. food in the back at the tavern place was like food cart fancy ass super fancy food cart food right so we get there but the problem is the menus aren't separate on the website so when you look at the website so you, you see all the know, family yeah. style stuff right there's stuff for the kids and shit right grilled cheese sandwich and stuff like that so we get there and we go to the treehouse and they give us literally like a like a small plastic like menu with like you know, 10 things on it. <laughs> right. And I'm like, huh. And it's all fancy shit, right? So even if it's something normal, it has like fancy shit on it to make it special, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I knew it because I'm looking at the clientele in the treehouse and it wasn't like family shit. It was like, it was like rich 20 through 50 somethings, but like money coming to like, hang out and have expensive drinks in a treehouse with a fancy food truck. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's right on the water too. So there's like big fancy lawn chairs and people having flights of, uh, you know, like wine samplers and shit. (laughs) And uh, here we are, you know, sitting down and we're like, you got uh, grilled cheese sandwiches and uh, fucking chicken fingers. You know what I mean? And she's like, and right away I'm like, I'm like, I don't think the kids are going to eat anything on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can and tell, sure enough, yeah. my son's like, doesn't want nothing. All right. And then my daughter's like, I'm good. And then I'm like, well, all right. And she says, well, what are you going to eat on here? And I'm like, well, they had like a double burger. But of course, it was smothered in like sauteed mushrooms and fucking, I don't know. Good <laughs> all stuff. All this shit on yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm going, well, maybe I can. I don't know if I want a double burger. You know what I mean? I'm like, maybe they could. And also, my wife had to get teary eyed because <laughs> it was like no. her plan. And it was like yeah. she just wants to do a fun family thing, and right. it always falls through because the kids are bitching. Not my son, but my daughter starts getting fucking pissy because she's a mm-hmm. teenager. Yeah, and she didn't want to go anyways. So now it's like, ugh. you know. And I'm like, okay. So I said, let me look at this. I said, buddy, you're eating a pretzel for dinner because I had a giant Bavarian pretzel. I'm like, you're eating that. <laughs> I'm like, you, I don't you care what, what you I, eat. Yeah, I'd pony up. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, sit on your phone. I said, I'm getting the buffalo chicken dip with 
right? I'm getting that. And I go, honey, look, they have fried pickles and they have clam chowder. Pick one or pick both. We'll get in those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And fucking that's it. We'll eat, we'll get the apps. We'll get all these apps. And I will go for ice cream after anyways. I don't care. You know? And sure True. enough, but the girl the girl comes back and she's just like, put it this way, it was a chore to get milk. But that's how Ugh. we were living. We trying to get milk for the kid, and it was like, let me check with the best. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I get it. You she had to go to the fancy. walk-in and unscrew I get, I get the it. lid. You, and I, I get it. You fancy, but milk? Don't you use milk? She goes, we only charge like, $1.59 for that, sir, or two fifty nine or whatever. She goes, are you sure your me, son wouldn't me, like a wine flight for $25.99? <sighs> Jim, see if the see if the cow is ready to be milked. Go back and milk the cow. Fresh milk for the boy. God, table number four. It's a family. I know. Uh, it's a family. I hate, if they don't I get the tab up to $200, I'm not going to be able to make rent. Uh, <sighs> Uh, I think they have a six-year-old. Do I have hives? Are these hives? <laughs> allergic um, to children. That's why I started oh working God. here. I know. It was it was that vibe. Put it this yeah. way. Oh, I know uh, that vibe. They had no drink menu, so I'm like, fuck it. We're going over with ice cream anyways. I'm not drinking. You know what I mean? I'm not getting a beer yeah, anyway. So I, I've been there, yeah. I said, give me, a, give me a Coke or a Pepsi or whatever. And then I see, I see beers and shit, but they didn't have it on the menu. And then I see a high noon. And I'm like, oh, you got high noons? And she's like, yeah, we have, we're all out of this, 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 but we have pineapple. <laughs> I said, give me, I have one of those, please. Sure. Never got it. Just no. Never got it. Did it make no. it on the tab? Never, Did you check? Never came back. No, I checked and she goes, oh my God, I forgot. I go, me too. Don't worry about it. I want you to charge you for it. Um, but then we go, but I did ask because I go, because the family restaurant was right there. And, it, and I go, hey, um, is there a separate menu between this and the, and she goes, yes, this is all like just a food truck. And the family menu has the, this, this, like all that in the kids' menu. And I go, oh, she would because we're about to go. We're, like- yeah, we're like, oh, we'll just move. And she goes, but the kitchen's under renovation. So oh. it's closed. I'm oh. like, oh. Okay, because it's not on their website. You think that would be a major thing right, on their website? Yeah. So, anyways, we pulled it together for it. I pulled the it cooks together. don't here don't know how to make a grilled cheese, sir. I'm sorry, um, it's just uh, not possible. I had my the kitchen's under dip. renovation. I had my buffalo dip. I had to scrape off two layers of chives. There you go. That they put on top of it. Um, <clears throat> The girl ate some fried pickles. The boy ate his giant Bavarian pretzel. My wife ate all our clam chowder. There you go. It was fine. We it all was... it all worked out. Uh, then we left and uh, went to the ice cream place that I suggested. Big hit, Fred. That's Big good. That's good. Glad hit. to hear. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I got. They did something I've never seen before, like. I grew up with soft serve ice cream, right? Okay. Vanilla, chocolate, twist, right? The three options. Yep. Same for you? By and large, yeah. Well, this had like like 40 flavors of soft serve ice cream. Okay, I've that's never unique. seen I've never seen flavored 
soft serve ice. Yeah, I've seen like the three flavors you're talking about. Maybe there was like a caramel flavor or a right. coffee flavor or something, some so, random thing. But like by, but for the most part, you would put toppings on there to change mm, that flavor. Yes, yes. So they had, so they had regular hard ice, cream, like they had regular hard ice cream, right? So you could mm. still get the base, but they had this. I wanted to go there for the soft serve. Right? Yes, I'm a big soft serve. That's what I myself. heard. And my wife heard that they did the classic dips. Oh, like the Dairy chocolate. Queen style, like where yeah, you dip you it in there and it, it candies up. Hardens, up. yes. Yeah. So she, so what they do is the flavors are like flavor shots, and they're able to dump it in the machine when they dispense the ice cream. It's like That's some cool. newfangled yeah. soft So, so she got That's like voodoo. you know. Yeah, so she got some. I forget what she got. It was vanilla, but I forget what she mixed in. And then she got like the cherry dip on it, mm. right? And the kids it's both like got the Coke, regular ice cream. It's like those Coke machines at the theater. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, the kids got regular ice cream because like the, they the don't want to stray. They don't want to stray <laughs> an experiment. You know, they had already done and, that uh, at dinner. It was time to yeah. get back yeah, to brass tacks. <laughs> let's let's go back to the familiar, <laughs> my comfort zone, mint chocolate chip with whipped cream. There you let's go. go for it. Yep, that's my I daughter actually. Name. Mint chocolate chip with whipped cream. Uh, my son's new favorite for anybody who cares is cookie dough with hot fudge and whipped cream. That's there you his go. new go-to. And me, Fred. I don't know if you have this where you are, but on the East Coast. Uh, when I was a kid and got soft serve, uh, <clears throat> back when before people worried about other people's cooties so much, uh-huh. you know, uh, they wouldn't just like they would just roll your ice cream in a community bucket of like sprinkles or crumbs or something. <laughs> okay, you know, nowadays they give you the separate like sprinkle cups and like put it on yourself, or they like oh. they hold it over something and sprinkle it on. Yeah. But in the 80s, in the 70s, 70s, 80s, they just had a big tub of sprinkles and they would just roll the ice cream in it. Yeah, actually, they still do that out here. Good. Good people. I love it. Yeah, there's a place that's like a Cold Stone Creamery like competitor. I can't remember its name right now. And And yeah, they wear gloves. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just tubs of stuff and they just roll the the ice cream in it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. That's what I like. And um, <clears throat> so my buddy recommended this place because he says they do that old school peanut crumble crunch stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember when you were a kid, mm-hmm. you get the, the vanilla soft serve and they'd roll it in that like, like, I guess it's ground peanuts. It just looked like I peanuts guess. that had been like nailed with a sledgehammer or something like Something, but they were like, or like a meat they tenderizer like a, is actually what it looks like they had taken to it. But, but then yeah. they'd mix in a few sprinkles, and then it okay. they, they almost had a Heath bar type taste or a like a know, toffee or something. Something they were they weren't straight like, up this crushed peanuts. And, yeah, you know, I feel like they mine were, was peanuts plus something chocolatey. Don't know, but they had it here. I don't remember and any said, sprinkles, me, but I do remember chocolate. I said, "Give me the twist," and I go, "What kind of?" I go, what kind of kind of voodoo shit you dips, got? But I said, what kind of like toppings do you have? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, we have the crunch. I go, that's it. The Stop crunch. right there. <laughs> no need. Crunch is what I want. 
So she put that on. I was like, just like I remember as a kid. And of course, I let my wife and daughter taste it. My my daughter spit it out into a napkin. I'm like, really? Okay. All right, go back to your boring shit. Let me eat my twist. The crunchies on it. Um. Yeah, and and fun was had by all, Fred. And then I got home about uh, ten past nine, and here I am. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Late night. We got tomorrow off. Like I said, tomorrow's actual mm-hmm. Labor Day. Don't know what's happening. I know there's an early football game for my daughter. I might not be going because it's at like we have to leave at eight thirty in the morning, Fred. Why would I want to do that on a day off? That sounds terrible. So uh, I just most did likely, that the other day. I'll talk about it on my week, but yeah, most likely, most likely, I'm going to stay here with the boy and maybe go mow the lawn or something whenever we decide mm. to get up. Um, but yeah, that's really since the last time we talked, Fred. It, it, not not much has happened to me in the way of uh, life. Except for all that. That sounds like an adventure. It is sort of an adventure. Family adventures. Yeah. Fish dying. You know what yeah. I mean? School started. Tuesday, Tuesday will be my birthday. That's true. I have it on my calendar. Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. So if you're listening to this right now, you mm-hmm. should have seen me wishing trees a happy birthday on Tuesday. <laughs> And you should be responding and or doing what the social medias do. If you missed Mm -hmm. that, pause the show. We'll wait. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go take care of that. (laughs) Old as shit. Old as shit. Too old to be on here talking about games, but here I am. Yeah, I never said anything about mentioning your age. (laughs) No, no, I'm not going to. People know. We talked about my age enough. (laughs) But, uh, you know. If anything, Fred, I'm proof that you can just keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> just keep doing it. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares anymore. You know? So, Heck yeah. Anyways, man, what's what's up with you? What have you been doing in this short week since last time we talked? Uh, let's see. Um, so I haven't... Um, I haven't done too too much um sorry sorry i was reading something and now i'm gonna stop reading so one thing i <laughs> gave up my identity um and had to freeze my credit that was fun um oh fun but i'm gonna do this as a psa so i was at work on thursday got a call um and it said department of education on the caller id uh and um so i picked up and they were like uh hi mr ross this is you know the department of education we're calling you, and, and they said my name and everything, uh, but, you know, if you have my number, you probably know my name. Um, uh, that's, that's very traceable on the internet if people don't know. Um, and they said, uh, we're calling you because, uh, as you know, Biden has forgiven student loans, and um, oh. we uh, want to do student loan forgiveness for you. We want to get that process started. And I said, nice. oh, okay. And I said, are you, I said, um, are you the department of education? They're like, yeah. And I was like, so you guys are the ones handling this? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And they were like, we just need to verify your date of birth and your um, last four of your social. Uh-huh. And I wasn't thinking cause I was just at work just doing stuff. And I gave them my date of birth and the last four of my social. And they're like, oh, cool, boy. thank you. And they're like, hold on real quick. 
And they put me on hold and then they came back and they were like, all right, we're getting ready to process that. Um, they're like, we're going to send you a form in your email address that you need to sign and get back to us. And uh, we just want you to know you don't have to pay for this now, but there's going to be an upfront cost of like $750 or something to process that. <laughs> anyway, and I said, anyway, uh... huh? I said, wait, wait, no, no, no. Um, first of all, I have not consented to moving forward to this at this time, and uh, I'm not going to. So, um, you know, thanks for your number and everything. I'll, I'll give you a call back. And uh, I was like, I wonder what people can do with your date of birth in the last four of your social. Turns out almost hmm. anything. It, your social really? security number is almost valueless at this point. They can't start a new... Well, so there's this argument that if you're of a certain age, um, which we are well past, there people can figure out your social security number. And then there's also, if you have the last four of your social, people can get into accounts you have and do stuff. I said, all right, all right, all right. Well, let's be careful with this. And of course, first thing I did was call the department, of, or I called my loan provider for my student loans. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yes, please give us your date of birth and the last four of your social so that we can access your account. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so uh, because I'm paranoid, I already have like a, you know, um, a anti-theft, identity theft, you know, subscription already so i knew i was safe there because like if anything it suspicious had happened then or after like i would have gotten an alert um but right. i did the next step and and again i'm a paranoid fuck i have the three credit bureaus um you can get accounts for them it's really easy to set up actually um it's what is it equifax transunion and experian and so i had accounts with them so I just got in there and um, I updated the passwords. I didn't really need to, but I have a thing that just gives you like a 15 random character strong password, you know? And so I just reset them. Why not? Um, and, uh, and then I put, uh, you can put a fraud alert where you just say, you know, somebody has access to my data. I want everyone to know. Um, and it does share with each of the companies, but I figured why not just do a fraud alert with each one? Um, and then I froze my credit. You can actually do that. You can freeze your credit. So right okay. now I can't get any new loans. I can't start or stop anything. And if anybody tries to do anything like that, they're supposed to dig in deeper because they're most likely the person who is fraudulently trying to use my info. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you. I looked up the scam. Um, it's a student loan scam. And I looked up the scam and it, I, I doubt they're going to use it for that reason. To be honest, they need it for the scam they're trying to pull off, which is my date of birth and last four of my social. But with just that information, I wouldn't say it's hard, but they're going to have to try too hard to get the quick buck they're trying to get. Right. And so there's mm. little reason to believe they're going to do anything. But again, my shit's frozen. and I'm watching with identity theft, so I'm not too worried about it. Not to mention, let me say what we're all thinking all of our data has been leaked by various groups, including one of these, I think it was, what was it, Experian or TransUnion even leaked all of our shit to Russian hackers like a few years ago. So like every, people have your data if they want it, right? It just depends mm -hmm. on what they can do with it. Um, but, uh, but the scam is one of three things. Either they tell you we're gonna reduce your student loans and you'll pay us instead of the student loan company sign right. this form and then they take over your student loans and i guess what the scam is is they actually sue you for the money you owe 
<laughs> and they collect money from you as long as they can until you stop paying and then they sue you for the money you owe. And then in the meantime, while they're trying to sue you and, and distracting you, they set up a bunch of fake students at a bunch of different colleges and they know the minimum amount to do where they can get the cash plus it's not covered by like the government's insurance policy or whatever. So that's the first scam. But since I didn't sign anything for them, they can't do that one. The other scam is they get your login credentials. There's like a, there's like a pin number you can have for like signatures with your student loans. There's also your student logins and stuff like that. I would never have given that. Like I knew better than that. Um, Actually that usually gets parents like our parents who like pay for their kids student loans, which that sounds like a nice thing. You know, I'm sure my parents right. would if they could afford it, but they can't. So they don't have access to my login stuff. Um, and again, I don't owe too much on my student loans. And with the forgiveness, they're well forgiven once Biden figures out how the hell he's going to do it, if he's actually going to do it. And if not, fuck it. I'll just go back to paying them. Um, but uh, sorry to look at it that way. I know a lot of people are probably pissed about that because they're hoping their student loans get expunged. And I'm hoping we, they they do too, guys. But Presidents say whatever the fuck they want. Uh, anyway, um, with that in mind, uh, uh, so the other part of the scam is they get you to pay an upfront cost. And what they do is they take your credit card number and go on a shopping spree. Plus, they yep. get that money. <laughs> um, didn't do that. Didn't give them any payment stuff. And then the last version of the scam is um, they get your loan and then they can do whatever they want with it. And you, my understanding is you don't want a foreign entity having access to your loans and a signed document affidavit that allows them to do whatever they want. That's, that's not going to go well for you. So luckily they didn't get anywhere with that. Um, called up my student loan provider. Like I said, let them know what was going on. They have a security setup specifically for this. So they walked me through that process and setting that up. So that's secure. Um, and then again, froze my credit. So, and for people who are wondering if you've never done it before, you can unfreeze it also. So let's say today I wanted to sign up for like an Amazon credit card. You can literally log into your account and unfreeze it and literally give the dates and just be like, I want to unfreeze this account for an application I'm doing today and then freeze it starting tomorrow. And what they'll do is they know that if it's that specific person, like entity like Amazon that you said you were unfreezing for. And for the record, I do not have an Amazon card and I did not sign up for one. I'm not stupid enough after what I just said to say something like that on a podcast. (laughs) I'm actually doing Mm. this to protect other people from preventing this from happening to them because lots of fucking people in this country have student loan debt and many of them probably are our listeners (laughs) or out of our listeners, many of them probably have student loan debt of some kind. So this scam is widespread. And yes, they hacked long ago the student loan list and that's how they have your name. So that's how that happened. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you can, you can unfreeze it and they'll just say, okay, so we refreeze it tomorrow. And, um, you know, if we don't get a request from Amazon from today, then we don't process it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like I said, if you don't know and don't have all this stuff set up, that can be very scary. So you want to scramble with it. Um, but if you do know, it's, you know, there are things you can do. And I got to say, like, signing up for those accounts is not hard or long. I bet you could do it in an hour, sign up for all three and freeze your credit, like if you were ever worried yeah. about it. So just just so people know, like, protect yourselves. 
But that was a, mm-hmm. a friendly reminder that you can never be too careful because I'm usually extremely careful. Um, but it just, right, they just lined that up so well, right? They made the caller ID look like it was the Department of Education. Um, they used the right, you know, uh, area code and prefix if you look it up. So they did that. I know it wasn't the Department of Education now. Um, but again, mm-hmm. usually it's a third-party entity that's trying to grab your stuff. Um, with the last four and my date of birth, they can do some stuff, but not now that I've locked it down. Because um, I basically told everybody who they'd do business with, hey, <laughs> no. Right. Um, on that same note, my wife has decided we need a new fridge. For oh, the record, boy. we do not have a broken fridge. Oh, sorry? I said, oh boy. Yeah. It's exciting. Get some crushed ice. Make sure he has a ice maker. Crushed so we, ice maker. We have a crushed ice maker already on ours, but it hasn't worked. The fridge is 20 years old. It hasn't worked since we got it. <laughs> and the water line. Uh, yeah, we don't do the water either. Um, but my wife was looking at a little Samsung number that has like a water pitcher in the door that's constantly got filtered water in there and the crushed mm-hmm. ice trees goes into a bucket with a scoop. She likes the scoop idea. Oh, that's nice too. Mm-hmm. It's got an entire drawer for drinks, which I didn't think was that big of a deal, but it's apparently a big deal for her. <laughs> and to be fair, our, like I said, that stuff's not working. Our fridge is like your old school two door. Um, the new one isn't bigger in dimensions per se, but it like uses better spatial relations, I guess I would say. And a lot of our um, side door shelves have broken. <laughs> so <laughs> she was looking forward to that. But, you know, a Samsung that's uh, less than $4,000 would have been ideal. Um, it's got Wi-Fi. I don't know why the fuck it needs to connect to the internet, but maybe I can put Doom on it. You can right? reorder, you can you know, reorder food, man. Yeah. yeah. That is what she said. She said that there's like a touchpad where you can write down mm-hmm. items you need and then upload it to the app. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It goes right to Amazon or wherever you your local yeah. food delivery place is. So I guess Genius. that's a thing. So There's cameras in there, right? So you can see in the, the, the big screen like you're looking in a, a see-through window. Yes, it does actually. Yes. How did you know that? Because I've seen this, I've looked at well, and my Samsung wife. Fridges. This is something I think you would be appreciative of. The particular fridge my wife chose has face plates, so you can change the color of the fridge without changing the fridge. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a promotion going right now. Trees, you get three colors free when you buy one. <laughs> so all of our appliances are white because we have like a blonde wood um, countertops. Right, um, and and so we have white appliances, and so she right. wanted to stick to that. Um, sorry, not countertops, cabinetry. Um, our countertops are just whatever, but um, mm-hmm. uh, so she got white, but then she also got stainless steel, black, and I think the third color she picked was navy blue. And she didn't okay. really care about the third color, right? Like, but you know, whatever. She needed a third color. Um, and then uh, it went on sale for Labor Day weekend to like 3200 or something. And then I called up to talk to Nebraska Furniture Mart and they told us that it was on another deal where if I got installation and delivery and let them haul away the old fridge, they'd knock it down to like 2500 Oh my God. 
And I was like, but might as well just give it to you for free. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, I was like, how much does the rest of this, co- like how much does installation cost? He goes, well, that's free with the fridge. Um, but you need to buy a water line. Like just the, just the tube that goes from our, like we have like a, a copper spigot in the back where like the actual water line is. But they right. said you needed like a, a hose or something that goes from that into the fridge. So that hose was like 10 bucks or something. And then they charged me 30 bucks to haul away the old fridge. And my wife comes up to me and she goes, are you sure we can't do that ourselves? I said, our fridge is 300 pounds and the new one yeah. we bought is 410. No, honey, we can't yeah. do that ourselves. Yeah, those days are done. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Yeah. I went to the gym trees and I benched 165 pounds 10 times. Yeah. And I felt like a god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, the days of moving shit like that are done. No, no. If I lay on my back wrong, I have a kink in my lower back on some nights. If my mm-hmm. back can suffer that from just laying on it, imagine what a fridge could do to it. <laughs> I and Plus, we have like spiral concrete stairs leading up to our house. Like it's like a arch. Think of like a right. like the outside of a D. And so I was like, yeah, like... I just saw us getting near the top, that thing coming off of the, uh, uh, what's the, the dolly, and just mm-hmm. bouncing down the, the whole flight of concrete stairs only to roll down our grass hill and into the gutter somewhere or something. Like, yeah, no. So, anyway, uh, and we've got a card with them already, so it was 24 months free financing, so I'm going to pay ba- basically 100 bucks a month and get a new fridge. Um, but this is, the, this is the new way of the world. My mother is beside herself with this, right? The older generation can't can't believe this she was like so when does it get delivered i said well it's not in stock she was okay what does that mean i said well like they don't have access to it but they're pre-buying it so we can lock in the price and then they charge us once it's actually going to get delivered and she goes so when's that going to be and i said well they said supply chain issues they said they're hoping october but by the end of the calendar year 2023 or sorry 2022 not 2023 2022 by the end of this year and she gave me that look, you know, that look moms give you where they think you're full of shit. Like, like maybe mm-hmm. in your 40 years or however old you are, you haven't like learned how to navigate this world yet. Right. And I was like, ma, yeah. I, I'm not going to buy the fridge. They, the fridges they have in stock. There's a reason they're in stock right now. Cause no one wants them. Have you gone to a furniture store? They're, they're running on like 20% of the inventory. They used to. <laughs> There's like nothing in those anymore. I said, nobody can make anything. And I said, mm. so that's what I'm going to do. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, you might spend <laughs> 4500 but you'll have your fridge next week. She goes, I wanted a dishwasher that was $600, but they didn't have it. So I bought this nice LG number that connects to the Wi-Fi and tells me when yes. the cycle's done. And it's quiet as a mouse. I was like, mom, you paid $1,100 for that dishwasher. And she goes, yeah, and it hurt, but I'm thankful now. And you know what? I didn't have to wait no two, three months for it. Of course she didn't. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) So, uh, so anyway, so we bought a fridge, kinda. Uh, And and Autumn wanted, I think I talked about this last week, Autumn wanted the VR headset. Yes. And so, um, you know, Trees, I did some analysis and um, this week for Labor Day, they had the PSVR 1, the Iron Man 
collection where you get the PSVR, the camera, the two move I've controllers, seen, yeah. and Iron Man for two fifty, which isn't I've too seen bad. Those lay, I've seen those laying around yeah. at Best Buy. <laughs> yes, they are. That is the best way to put it. They are laying around. They are readily in stock. Um, and I thought about that, but I knew Autumn wasn't going to play them. And let's just cut to the chase. Even you'll admit this. Like those move controllers are not good. They're mm. they're better than they used to be, but they're they're not ideal. You want those new controllers, right? If you can do mm-hmm. them. Um, and I know that uh, even if PSVR two comes out, and uh, actually a lot of people are saying that that price point is going to be five six hundred bucks, and that's going to price it out of people wanting it, which I can see that. I don't know. Real quick, off the top of your head, could you see that pricing people out pretty quick? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if you really want to be an early adopter, you probably can be. So I looked at that with positivity. But the number one thing I want to play on it is Half-Life Alex. And there's mm. no promise they're going to bring that to consoles. And I was looking at the PS or sorry, the the Quest. And if you buy the cable for it and you got a strong enough PC, which I do, you can just play Half-Life Alex that way. Like you basically hack it. You don't do anything crazy hacking. You just basically mm-hmm. enter it into developer mode and it allows you to trick it as just a display, right? The, the, your computer knows it's a VR headset, but the the VR headset just thinks it's being used as a monitor. And that's okay. how they do it. Um, and the only reason I'm thinking about this is, yeah, I prefer the PSVR too, but my daughter still wants a VR headset and she's not going to play the PSVR. So I was like, maybe... You know, to see what happens when the price comes down, it gives me a chance to get Half-Life Alex. gives me a chance to play around with some stuff. Maybe getting the Quest will be worthwhile. And yes, I still hate the fact that it's a, a Facebook thing, but my, my daughter makes a good point. She goes, I want something that doesn't have a cable attached to it so I don't worry about breaking it um, and tripping over and breaking something else with it. And she goes, and I'm never going to feel comfortable touching your PlayStation 5, which that's sure. a good thing for my teenager to say. <laughs> um <laughs> And so it, she is intimidated by it. She doesn't even like that cross-media bar on the on the PS5, which is pretty straightforward. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I look to hopefully roll that in there. That's what I usually do is when we do those big financing things, let's just roll in a little purchase. Just roll that. put that in there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Nebraska Furniture Mart doesn't carry the Quest. So. No, no. No, they don't. Also, right the day after my big rant, GameStop put the Quest on sale for 100 bucks off, and it was 300 bucks, And everyone was talking shit on it. And that thing sold out in like an hour, right? Like the people who wanted it were like waiting for that price drop, right? To go mm-hmm. back to the old retail price and they were just jumping on it. But um, so anyway, so there's that. And then the last thing is I did not make a wish.com order trees. Oh, actually there's a couple more things, but I promise I'll wrap up my week. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't make a wish.com order. Uh, but that's because um, I was looking at... Uh, Play or Xbox 360s, they're hackable, right? They've always been hackable, but they're tough to hack. There's only two ways you can do it. You can either flash the firmware of the DVD drive, which that doesn't sound fun, or you can disassemble no. the whole fucking thing, solder in a NAND writer and rewrite its firmware, basically, like flash its firmware and right. then reassemble it. And then you've still got to do some hacker stuff. And I was like, and I was looking at it, the hardware alone for hacking this stuff is like 50 bucks. And that's assuming you know what you're doing. And I, the solder points didn't seem too hard, but it just seemed like a big convoluted process. So of course, eBay's your friend, right? So I got on eBay. Uh, I think it was, uh, 
uh, what was it? It was probably last Tuesday or Wednesday night. I think it was last Wednesday night. And I was looking up these things. They're called RGH is the new hack where once it's, once it's flashed, you, the system looks like a normal system, but you can just add your own custom firmwares and stuff to it and, you know, copy games over. And, um, and, uh, uh, um, I was looking and there were, they sell for about 150, 200 bucks. And I was like, if I could think about every single 360 game I don't already own that I want for the system, I promise you that total is less than $200. And so I was like, Mm. that's not really that big a deal to me. The biggest thing I want to do right now is just upload a handful of like unreleased games, like that 007 remake that Rare made for the 360 that never came out that I couldn't get to work right in that emulator. Um, and, uh, but I was like, it's good to have though, because one thing you can do is you can install games on your 360, but my 360's disk drive is kind of getting wonky, right? And mm. so if it stops reading games, I don't want to deal with that. And also what it downloads, what it rips is not a true backup of your games and you can't rip your own backups of those games. You can't just throw a 360 game into a DVD drive and rip a hard-coded copy that can be used on like a hacked system. It just doesn't work that way. And so I was like, okay, this will be a good one because it's got to, you know, get a working disk drive, rip all my stuff so I can move it to a hard drive. So at least I've got it. And then all I have to do is find another hacked Xbox and I'm good. You know, just, I always am checking on that stuff. I have a hacked PS3 for the same reason. And so um, there, I was looking at all of them and I was like, but that's expensive. And then there was just one random dude who had like a, a modded one on a auction Right. And it was at like $60 or something. And I just put in like 6258 or something. Right. You always put a weird number on there. And I won the auction for $61. It just like updated the bid for a dollar. And then no one came in in the last 10 minutes and like tried to outbid me. Oh. So I've got a hacked Xbox coming. Should nice. be arriving Tuesday. Um, and I'm just going to play around with it. Like I said, the, I'm going to do two things I'm going to load up Goldeneye and I'm going to spend the week you know, backing up my games that I already own <laughs> and DLC. I do like that too, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Um, and then the last thing was, uh, so for us, football started. So cheerleading started cause autumn's a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yep. So went to that first game that was, um, Saturday morning, yesterday morning, um, at, uh, 8am, which is good. Cause it's been getting hot out here and no rain in sight. So it's been getting to like 90 degrees. And so um, to get that game out of the way early was good. It was good. But I did not like waking up at like 6.30 on a Saturday. Right. Yeah. Right? And especially the first day of my week off of vacation. Yep. Yeah. Didn't like that. So I, I completely understand you for tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, and uh, But all in all, the game was good. Um, weird rules, though, for the tackle football. Because like they don't do the kicking into the goalposts yet. And so our team tried for the extra point, got it. And they gave them a point, but then the other team, they got a uh, touchdown and then they didn't get their extra point. And so it was six to seven for the longest time. And then Mm. we scored and we missed ours. So then it was 13 something. And then they got, they scored and got to 12, but then at the very end of the game, they went for their extra point and somehow they got two points. And so oh, they got yeah. him up to 14 and they won the game at the last minute. And I was like, how does that work? They did it better. 
Well, and Autumn, yeah, Autumn gave me a similar answer. She was like, well, Dad, it's because they're the home team. And I said, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, they, they you know, our coach was explaining to us, it's because they're the home team. Home team gets I said, they get points. more points because they, they're the home team? She goes, yeah, Dad, you don't understand football? Yeah, I think they made that up. I was like, that's I mean, fucking it's good, bullshit. It's a, good, it's a good rule. I mean, listen. I mean, you give it up to them. <laughs> I, and I will, I will never... See, you always hear about those sad, like, privileged white kid stories, like, where, like, the, the, you know, everyone gets into fights and all this stuff. That doesn't happen out here. Out here, it's kind of fun. It's like, it's just the rednecks. There's not a lot of rednecks on our team, but the handful of rednecks there are can't help but represent. Um, so, like, you know, we had uh, the, this family who came out and they, they wheeled out a uh, huge um, amplified speaker. And they put on some like hardcore country music. Okay. Like before the game and during halftime and stuff like that. And I'll never understand like basic country music where it said something about like shoot whiskey, shoot a deer, shoot myself up to the bar and then shoot her a good look in the eyes or something. And it was a, it was a song about shooting. I don't know. I, anyway. Sounds good. What's wrong with anything that was just said there, Fred? I don't know. Explain to me. <laughs> good. And then the other one that was really good was everybody was like stunned by this because there are some of those rich upscale privileged white kids on our team. But like when our team didn't score the extra point, some lit cigarette holding because it's an outdoor game, you know. Um she was she had a lit cigarette and she was in the bleachers somewhere and she just screamed, Oh, fuck and it like ricocheted through the whole stadium <laughs> like, it's it. really good so i'm moving the way you are it sounds fun it was fun i think that's the word i would use for it no one people was fun some people might have been offended but no one was moved right like we just and then autumn of course we get we get like halfway home and she goes did you hear that old lady who was smoking swear really loud and i said yeah <laughs> i said who couldn't that's called team appreciation. You'd also been proud of this, Trees. I was sitting there eating. I got my usual. There's a, uh, my, my weakness is at this local convenience store called Quick Trip out here. They do a cinnamon roll that they cover with maple, um, like frosting. Oh, yeah. I think you've talked about yes, it before. I have. And so I'm sitting there getting ready to start eating it. And there's this little five-year-old girl, this adorable girl with the biggest beady eyes and like twin Ooh. pigtails looking at me like licking her chops like a dog licks at you eat a steak. <laughs> and I was like... And you said, sorry, COVID protocol, get I your did. own. I said, I'm sorry, honey, but I I can't share with you. <laughs> and I That's just started right. eating it. It's like, in, it's like in the old... It's back in the old 80s days where you'd like sit by the glass case of video games and look sad. Yep. Because in your kid brain, you were like, some rich person's going to feel bad for uh-huh. me and buy me buy me Donkey Kong. Yep. Never happened. Never happened, but yeah. Never I happened. Tried. Yeah. So. But anyway, oh, and well. then the only other thing left, and we'll see how it goes, is um, Jaws is at the theaters this weekend. Yes, yeah, so I, saw, I saw that. Yeah, I yeah, love so Jaws. I talked to Autumn. I've been trying to push her to go see either. It's either at the... Uh, there's two showings going on at our theater. There's a 3D showing. They actually 3D'd it. <laughs> or there's the IMAX wow. showing. So I'm trying to get Autumn to go to one of those. So we'll see if I can convince her. Sweet. 
Convince her at a young age to never go to the ocean. Good job. Well, she's already seen Jaws, so she knows. Um, no, see, my, you know, my my daughter's petrified of anything in the ocean, anyways. Mm-hmm. So if she just saw something like that, it, it would solidify it. She, that would be. When you know. we were in Florida, I remember her getting to about knee deep and pausing and going, "Wait, this is where Jaws is, right?" And I said. Yes, honey, there are sharks in the ocean. (laughs) Sometimes. I said, but this is the Atlantic Ocean and great whites are in the Pacific Ocean. And she goes, what does that mean? And I said, the sharks can't swim over to this area that look like Jaws. And she goes, oh, okay. Until they do. She gave me that sideways (laughs) glance. Like she totally didn't believe me. Like the shot I was yeah. feeding her a clean bill of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Until they do, just like in Jaws 3D, they weren't supposed to be in the lagoon either. They weren't supposed they to be. Made, and in they, Jaws 4, if you remember Jaws the Revenge, which no one saw but me, it's the best one. Um, I've talked about it on this show before, but in that one, same thing, uh, where sharks aren't supposed to be in the Bahamas. And uh, this right. one goes to the Bahamas. That's right. They do it all. These, but once trees, they if you find were a great way. white shark, the first place you'd go is the Bahamas. Oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah. The tourist tastes better there. Oh, my God. But anyway. So, all right. Well, after that bunch of bullshit. Yeah? Is that what that was? Well, mine, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I might just go alone, right? Like, I might do that thing where I just tell my daughter, fine, then you're here alone. I'm going to the fucking movies. Jack stopped throwing up. We're fine with him. I'm going to the movies. Mm-hmm. So... But uh, uh, anyway, on that note, um, mm-hmm. what have you been playing this week, Trees? Not a hell of a lot, Fred. Yeah. Not a hell of a lot. It hasn't been. It's felt like um, there's a few times I felt like getting my hands dirty during mm-hmm. the week and then like with a new game and then I didn't. Um, and then time got away from me and before I knew it, it was today. I was like, I haven't done anything new. I've played a lot of games with the same games, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately yeah, for me because I'm having fun. That's unfortunate because obviously they got you hooked. So Ghost of Tsushima, I'm back in it, right? Because right, I, I was taking a little break. But I'm back in. I'm in Chapter 3. Um, but like I talked about last show, story's ramped up a little. Um, Do you the have chapter a feel two. for where in the grand scheme Chapter 3 is? I think it's the end. Oh, okay. I want to say so. I, I want to say this. I, you know, I've never looked it up. Let's look it up. You want to look it up? Show. Okay. I, I just, Let's I know it. some people don't like looking it up. I was just trying to figure out if it, it, uh, Ghosts of Tashima would say how many, how many acts? Three acts. So I am in three. All so, right. Which I figured it was the last. I think I said it last week because there's the main island, right? It's one big island, right? It's a, it's a island of Tsushima that you're on. Yes. And the first act takes place in the, the, the southern part. Act two, you move up to like the middle part. And then you make your way up north for the third act. And that's where I'm at. Um, I, I ran into my first bullshit mechanic so far. That mm-hmm. I did not care for, did not like. I don't know if it's going to – I'm going to have to do it again. But it was <clears> – <throat> so as you know, there's shrines in the game. And these are your uncharted moments. 
the shrines you have to climb, like figure out how to climb to the top to them because they're they're like old shrines and all the bridges are broken to get to them. Okay, I like those. And kind so it's so it's all climbing and swinging and finding the path up to the top. Um, and so there was one in uh, Act Three to get a sword, and this sword was like a special. It's it's one of your last abilities where you can like light your sword on fire with oil if you want to have a flaming sword. <clears throat> Um, so you have to make your way up. Yeah, you have to make your way up to the top of this shrine that's in the, and you're in the north now, so it's it's like wintry, snowing mountain tops and stuff. Um, they introduced hypothermia <laughs> if you go too high in the mountains, and, and the screen gets frosty, and you set the freeze to death. Um, and it is not a armor thing, so it's not like you have like like Horizon. It's not like you put on warm fucking clothes or whatever. To prevent from like the cold, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so how you do it is, <clears throat> you kind of like make you up the mountain. You got to find uh, campfires to light to warm yourself up. And as you can imagine, they're spaced out just, just enough, enough yeah. <laughs> where you have to like haul ass in <laughs> as you're thinking. Right, and as you're hauling ass though, you're freezing. So the screen gets white and frosty. Uh, so as you can see, imagine, yeah. uh, in a winter wonderland, <laughs> fucking, it's a little tough yeah. to find the right footholds. And if you're supposed to climb up this part or go this way or jump over this. Um, so it, it, that was the only part was like, I hope this doesn't become a thing. Because this is the first <laughs> unfun thing they've I done. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, this is the first thing. In this game, hours of gameplay uh, that has happened. And so it's the only time I've encountered it was going up to this shrine. And a few times I've gone too high, like exploring. And it's kind of knocked me down a little, like, you you know. Mm -hmm. So otherwise than that, that game continues to be awesome, Fred. Um, Like I've always said, um, And then I tried out the Legends mode, right? So there's a Ghost of Tsushima, um, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Okay. And it's a separate mode. Like every time you're in a village, there's this like old man with all these like scriptures on his feet, and he's like an access point to this Legends mode. And when you access it, it asks you if you want to leave your game. And go into Legends mode because I think Legends was maybe DLC. It feels like it was it, DLC. It has to be because you're playing that PS5 it, Definitive Edition, right? Yeah. So I think it has everything because I also have an extra island I can do go to that starts so, a whole new mission. That a I, whole new story. Yes, that I know is the DLC. DLC. Yeah. Okay. It's like these extra- Legends is the co-op multiplayer that was yes. actually released for free on all versions of the game. Okay, but after the initial release of the game, Correct. I would imagine. Yes, it came out later. Um, so I, I dabbled in that a little bit. Uh, don't think I. I don't think it's for me, right? I think it's very popular from what I've read, and so Due it's to basically the difficulty. Ghost of Tsushima Legends cannot be played solo, and often people no. are playing with randoms, which makes it difficult yes. to progress. Um. So basically, it's all chopped up into these chunks. It mm-hmm. reminds me of uh, it always reminds me of a menu of um, 
For Honor a little bit. I don't know if you ever played For Honor, the Ubisoft game I, that's still yeah, going on. I didn't love it, but I played it. It feels it feels very much like that. It's like it has daily missions and all this shit, and you log in and there's <clears throat> there's like co-op story-based missions that you can do. Um, but it all takes place in this sort of like limbo world. So it can all be kind of it's very dark soulsy. Right, so okay. all the people you're fighting are like zombies, and you look like all your guys look sort of like you can pick like oh, what yeah, I've looked. I'm looking class. at the classes right now. Yeah, yeah, the class you want. I, you're all like dead samurai that mm-hmm. come back to fight against these undead hordes, and they everything's red. They do look super badass, right? Because they're, they're kind of like zombie samurai, but not really zombies, but the ghost ghost. Mostly samurais, I should well, say. Well, they've got their special um, helmets on and masks and stuff. So yeah. yes, um, and I'm assuming because it's a loot based thing that you can probably earn cooler shit Armor. to customize your guy. Gear. I'm assuming it's all about gear. gear. Yeah. Um, and so I only played one or two things with random people. Put it this way: instantly, so you can play up to four peoples. Um, the story mode's a duo, so you get put in with a different person. Okay. And you basically play through like the three chapters of a story um, of like ancient Japanese law stories. Okay. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's kind of like a thing where it's like a, the thing I played wasn't that I played. Um, <clears throat> it was more of like a horde mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it put me with, um, three other people instantly, by the way, which means there's people <laughs> playing legends mode a lot, uh, because yes. it had zero wait time to put me in with three other fucking people. Yes. Um, that's the survival mode or whatever. And apparently that's the, the loop that people really dig. Yeah. And I, and you feel funny going into that as a new, a noob, mm-hmm. right? Cause you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. So I was sort of running around. Um, and it looks like there was different points that were glowing that you had to um, protect and hordes would kind of come in. And there's like health drums that you can bang if you get low on health. But it looks like when you hit that, um, it says you filled your health, but you also like lowered your health by a percentage. Huh. Do you know what I'm saying? So every time you use it, it's 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 like a deterrent to keep banging on it. You know what I mean? Because you will like X out some of your health line. You fill up the oh. health if you're low, but you X some of it out. So it's like you can't sit there Apparently and just every time you get one hurt. And done, but they're also for the whole team. Yes. So you want to, yeah, you want to use them when your whole team needs to heal at the same time. But yes, that sounds like a, yeah. like that coordination's possible. If we set up a game night or something, it doesn't seem very realistic from no, because standard. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know it. So of course I bang it the heal, but it broadcasts. Cause it's almost like you're in a group chat. It's like mm-hmm. trees lounge, bang the drum. Like, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. And fucked you all. Good night. Um. Anyways, and then like you know, at, at one point it was like some dude was like running around me a little bit, swinging his sword, like, "Hey, fuckface!" You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to have fun here. And then at some point I got downed and uh, then my whole team died. And that was the end of that mode. Um, you know, and then I tallied up some uh, different currencies that I earned and a checklist of like uh, challenges that I accomplished and did not accomplish. And, and the more you do, it's like, yo, loot bonus uh, hit this level. And your loot bonus is up to this level. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a lot. It was a lot. And I'm like, it seems cool, but it seemed harder. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at the regular game. I wreck shit in the regular game. But in this, you almost feel like you stripped of everything. And, you, and like, stuff you could accomplish in the other one, like simple parrying, seems like you're extra slow. <laughs> like, I was getting, you know, simple parries. I was, like, missing and get it jacked. So I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I give it up to them, right? Because it's apparently a popular mode and there's a lot going on in there. Like I only played one thing and scrolled mm-hmm. through, through some other things, but there was a lot going on. There was a lot of menu, like a lot of shit you could do and a lot of daily stuff. And uh, so, I mean, you know, if you're if, for a persistent thing, you know, when you're done with the main game, there's something else there for you, you know. And that's never a bad thing, so. No, I mean, assuming you didn't have anything else to do. I don't have that that's problem, something. but. Yeah. Clearly, what I will say is clearly, and I, I agree with you, this is not a bad thing. Clearly, developers now, especially on these large-scale open-world games, they are saying, We'll make it so that there's end game content and things for you to do so that if you want to live in this world, you absolutely can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. That's not a bad thing. No. And I was super on board for a second, right? Because I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to wreck this fucking mode. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, can I bring some of the gear into my single player game? Which you doesn't. You, you cannot. cannot. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, like, oh, yeah. shit. Now, and, that uh, would have been useful uh, or worthwhile to me. Yeah. 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 Cosmetically, because I really like my my samurai. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. But then I got in there and I was a little over my head. Now, granted, uh, if I stuck with it and learned the ropes, uh, I'm sure I'd be perfectly fine. Like all online shit. Mm-hmm. But I only I only dicked around with it for like I don't know like an hour or so, and uh, I'm like you know what, it's on here. It's a free add-on. It's it's integrated into the game. Like that Legends guy is everywhere. Like every place you go, there's like he's like a point on the map. Uh, I'm like, who knows? Maybe when I'm done uh, and I've done everything I can do because this is definitely. Single player wise, right? This is definitely one of those like, um, you know, like, like Far Cry Primal games. Like, I'm going to 100 percent the map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is not hard uh, or a chore in my mind to do everything. Like, um, I think it's all fun. So this, I will definitely get everything on the map by the time I'm done. And so like everything, who knows? everything you're gonna 100 percent this bitch. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe not trophy wise because I don't know what the trophy. You know, sometimes all the the little you get one hundred percent a game without doing all the trophies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, shoot two people in the head falling off a you know cliff into you know it's like I'm not oh yeah there's an Assassin's Creed <laughs> Origin one where it says like you get dual headshots while jumping into the air and shooting an arrow and I was yeah, like there's always, yeah I I don't even know how I would go about doing that and I'm not interested in doing it yeah. even if I did. Jump off the three highest points on the island. You're like, but that's far away. Right? <laughs> not going over there. And then over there. Island's over then there. over there. Yeah, fuck that. I ain't doing that. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as completion-wise, though, I don't think I'm going to have any issue completing like everything in the game. Like, I love it. So nice. I'll be doing... I'll be doing that. Still playing it. Still good. Story's great. I'm very invested in my main character, Jin Sakai, Lord Sakai. Uh, I really like him as a character. Uh, I like all the characters, and I'm finishing up some of the story arcs of the of your um, your crew. Like mm-hmm. you know, remember before I said you know when you start doing those story missions for your your <clears throat> your characters there, it will tell you like oh uh, four of nine missions you know what i mean for the story so i'm starting to hit the and then what happens is when you're in act two you'll hit around like seven of nine and then you've done everything and they don't pop back up and once you get to act three then they they pop back up and you can finish off their stuff and uh so i'm hitting the end game seeing some of the ends of of these stories and they're pretty heavy you know what i mean like they're pretty they're pretty good rough shit (laughs) sort of yeah i mean just it, it, it's like you know, it's like Black Mirror shit. Like none of it's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's varying like, degrees of yeah, yeah, rough. yeah. It's like boy, you guys are all broken and fucked up. You know, it's like e. But um, <laughs> really well done and good. Um, and again, I'm playing English dialogue. Um, so I when I started it, I was doing Japanese with English subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, like. Sometimes I have headphones on. Sometimes um, I can't because, you know, the house is busy and I, I need to be hearing what's going on. Sure. But if that's the case, sometimes I can't always be reading the screen. So I it bummed me out because I really liked the, how it sounded. Like it just felt – it felt like the way you should be playing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I at some point I had to switch to just English. So – you know, I could I could hear it, and um, the voice acting is is awesome that way too. So none of the people sound out of place. It's not like some surfer dude, right. you know, doing some Japanese archer guys fucking samurai's voice. You know what I mean? It's like everything sounds good, you know. So hey, man, non die, bro, non die. These uh, <laughs> mongols are totally wrecking shit. <laughs> Dude, they killed my horse, dude. It's like, oh, God. No, I mean, it, it's all, <laughs> the English actors are just fine. So um, it's all good. Game's good. Um, and then Fred. Ohio Gozaimas. No, anyway. Has <laughs> <laughs> anybody seen my horse? I left him right here. I, le- <laughs> I swear I left him here. Fucking um, A. Anyway. <laughs> 
But uh, that's a whole different game. <laughs> Should be an add-on to that. Bill and Ted. <laughs> Play that, yeah. Bill and Ted, Ghost of Tsushima edition. Um, but the rest of the time, Fred, of course, was playing Fortnite. Yes. So you're still you think I would have been, even though you've uh, completed the battle pass. Because uh, I've hit a new chapter of my life has opened up this week. Oh. Duos with my son. Awesome. Uh. You know, so as you know, we've been playing separately, just like chilling out together. And then he's just like, Dad, can we play together? And I was like, yeah. I go, yeah, I just have to do a few. I wouldn't say jump into hoops because they've made it pretty seamless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I said, I just have to get you as a friend here. You know what I mean? So let me let me find you on here as a friend. So um, I forget what I did because he's, he's on the switch, you know. And then yes. – um, so I'm, I was on the Xbox. So I forget how I – did I just search for his name, like his Switch name? You know, I or, yeah, I, I helped my my daughter do this with some of her friends because uh, it was like – it was crazy. It was like one was on a tablet. The other one was mm-hmm. on a Switch. She was on yes. an Xbox and so was her other friend. And like I was like, that's crazy. Like I know cross-compatibility is a thing. But when you just watch it work, it's pretty impressive. And – Epic, uh, to their credit, um, sort of pioneered it with Fortnite in a way. They were the first ones to, to bully Sony a little bit yes. back in the day and be like, look, <laughs> I know. Because Sony was like the last holdout for Fortnite. And they're like, look, motherfuckers, we can make you some money here. Uh, well, yeah, and <laughs> Sony's big thing together. was Sony charges people to do co- cross-compatibility. Mm. And Fortnite famously did not, right? It's the age-old capitalism mm-hmm. argument where the small developers are like, wait, we have to pay, but Fortnite doesn't. Fortnite should mm-hmm. be who pays because they can afford to, we can't. And who cares what the answer to that argument really should be? That's, yeah, I remember that with Fortnite. Wasn't it something weird with... No, never mind. I was... I'm blanking. Oh, no. I was like, was this something Fortnite with- fucked with them? So what happened was they have always claimed this was a mistake, but people don't believe it's a mistake. For one night, Fortnite accidentally flipped the switch and allowed Sony yes, people to I play with that. everybody else. Yes. And they were like, oops, um, it's an accident. And then they were like, cat's out of the bag. Sony, yep. you're going to. Yep. And so, for, uh, yeah, Epic came out and said, well, yeah, we could turn it back on. The only reason we've ever had it off was because of Sony. And then Sony caved and let them turn it back on. Ah. So I'm trying to think how I found each other's name. I don't know if I went on his Switch and searched for my name, my Xbox name. Oh, I know exactly how I did it. Okay. So I went on his... I went on... Fuck. You went so on his fuck? Epic account, he did not have an Epic account yet. Right, so he just had his switch, and he would plan a switch, and it would save, right? Because you're playing it on that, it would save all his stuff to his switch, right? So he wouldn't like lose his stuff. But he didn't have an Epic account, like he didn't go to Epic and make like an account, obviously. Right, six. Right. There's so what I like did, a uh, ghost account so, made for him when he's playing. Yes. On, yeah. Um, switch. So I went to. Um, <clears throat> I went to on Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. And he has 
I made him an Xbox account, all right? So he has the Xbox account, and it is all under his, his same email, right? Because I made him his own email. He doesn't know it, obviously. I, I control it. But right. I, he does have a Gmail account just for this kind of nonsense, for, for Nintendo, mostly for Nintendo, when I made him you know, doing Nintendo shit. Um, so when I logged him in on the Xbox, fuck, how did I do this? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I went to Epic. That's what it was. All right. I went to epic.com. I said, make an account or whatever. It said, it will ask you how you want to log in or how you want to link. Mm-hmm. And I picked Switch. All right. And then it asked for his Nintendo login shit, in which I have. That's how gotcha. I did it. Okay. Um, so then I did that. And, um, and so then I did that, and then that linked him with the Nintendo Switch account to his Epic account. And then I logged him in on the Xbox, and then... Um, oh, I see how you did it. Okay. Because <clears throat> now he has an Epic account. Mm-hmm. And then when, so I, when I logged him in on that, and I booted up um, Fortnite under his name, it asked if he wanted to log into his Epic account. I used his email. If I can recognize it from that, you know what I mean? And boom, it popped him in and uh, it synced everything from his switch. And then, and then I was able to have him like as a friend on that, whatever. Either way, it fucking, I got it linked up and uh, he sits and plays on a switch and I play on my Xbox. And when he's online on a switch, he pops into my lobby on my Xbox or my PlayStation five. It's really kind of crazy. No matter what I want to play on, and uh, he's in, and then he's in my my game, and then we play duos, and we've been playing it all week. Yeah, you know what? Because of this show, you think I'd know by now? I should have took notes <laughs> on how I did it. But uh, kind of like when you and me can hook up like electronics and confuses other people. When I was doing it, it wasn't like I wasn't. It sweating. was intuitive. Yeah, I knew where I was going and what I was doing. It's just trying to remember it now is too many accounts, but. It, you know, just from prompts on the screen, mm-hmm. kind of directing you, it wasn't it wasn't tough. Um, but basically, I was like, yeah, I need to make him an Epic account, and then when I turn on his Xbox, I can just log in to the Epic account, and it will sync everything. Basically, is what I did. You know, um, so me and the boy, me and the six year old, just turned six on uh, on uh, the other day. On today was it today? No, what was his real birthday? Can't remember. Thirty first. The other day. Whatever the day was. was Um, Yeah, that was... I'm losing track because his birthdays and all this shit keeps happening. (laughs) Different days. He celebrates like three birthdays, for Christ's sake. Um, Just under a week ago, but yeah. Just under a week. Uh, So him and me have played a lot of duos together, Fred. And uh, guess what? Hmm. Kid's pretty competent. There's there been go. a few moments where I hear shooting. I'm like, is that you shooting? He's like, yeah. He's like, there's people over here. And I go over there, and I just see shit everywhere. And I'm like, where are they? He goes, I killed them both. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All righty. Now, we've had six-year-old moments, you know, sure. where um, I'm handling, like, you know, 
three different teams and I'm dying. And I'm like, buddy, where are you? And he's like, I found a pig. You know, so we've, we've had lots of moments like that. And I'm, pig, like, bro. I'm like, leave that pig alone. Yeah, but I'm dad, I got a pig. I got a pig. And I'm like, okay, I'm dying. So if you could come over here, I'd appreciate it. Um, so there's some six six year old moments like that that are pretty. You know funny. what, Rob? If you could just die and allow mm-hmm. him to keep his pig, that's right. You know, I mean, that's another way to look at it. Yes, <laughs> he's also left me a few times. Uh-huh. Like the storms, the storms coming. He's like, I found a car, and I look at the map, and he's gone. <laughs> like he's like, fucking. Um, he's like, I'm in the circle. I'm like, I'm You're not talking to I'm, no one. <laughs> I'm fucking running down the street here. <laughs> fucking sprinting um we've been having a lot of fun fred um we have won like four times that's awesome victory royale him and me him and me again don't think people are very good at Fortnite. in my time i've spent with Fortnite, the majority of people playing don't seem very good uh no matter how many costumes they own because <laughs> People always take a shot at me, and then I turn around and just destroy them. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Call know. of Duty but, crowd and the Fortnite crowd don't really cross paths much. No. Yeah. I'm sticking with the Fortnite crowd because it's more fun <laughs> to uh, take out three teams yeah, at the once. Call of Duty crowd, that I feel like that ship has sailed. Yeah. Except yeah. for, right, there's like one million Call of Duty players. Mm-hmm. That just, they've been playing it since, you know, they remember being 14 and blowing bong smoke while playing the original Modern Warfare and nothing's changed. And yeah. they will play that till the day they die. And, you know, even Gersman, right? Like there's there's Snoop Dogg in it. There's yes weed guns. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, you know, I bought my son the season pass. Just like me. He was mm-hmm. on level 67. Huh. Um, just from playing on his own and here and there. So he and he really wanted Fred. So you know you have the backpack items, you know, the um the 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 what are they called? The uh pitchfork items there, the the melee items I that you smash shit with. No, <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, like a pickaxe and knock yeah. down walls and make wood and shit. Um, so you don't do that in the no build, obviously. But you can still knock through walls and shit. So if you just like <laughs> get into, yeah, because I don't think Autumn ever plays in the no build mode, and I don't think I've booted Fortnite up in five years. So yeah, no, no build zones where it's at. Fuck that building shit. Dumb. Um, Agreed. <laughs> Just dumb. So, but you can, but you still have the items, the melee items, the smash through walls and shit. Um, all he wanted was like this King Arthur sword that's on fire type thing. I can relate to and that. It, yeah. Yes. It's like in level like chapter seven of the battle pass or whatever, page seven. And he was mm-hmm. already up there, but he couldn't get to it. He couldn't buy it because you have the battle pass. So I bit the bullet and I gifted him the battle pass. You know, eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very happy. <laughs> he actually has two costumes now because he was still using the generic dude. You know, you get the generic. Yes, Autumn. When I when she got that first month battle pass, I remember 
she was instantly way more happy in the game. Yeah. They really gate um, a lot of that stuff until you get like, your good initial pack. But but in their defense, oh no, no. I the business model earn, makes sense. You earn V bucks, um, but I don't I don't think seven, like eight bucks is like a deal breaker if you play the game that much to unlock the battle pass. And once you unlock it, exactly. if you're playing that much, you kind of don't have to spend it again. The only yeah, time you would have to only spend got her first battle pass, and then she's been able to buy her own on her own ever since. Yeah, and then obviously the V bucks are for the item shop, which they flood like every day, daily, yes. with crazy shit. They have um black and white cartoon characters in there now, like um <laughs> they look like like Cuphead, you like know what I mean? That, that style, yeah, <laughs> yeah Steambo Willie shit, like a banana. And like some other thing, of course you always yeah, know they had a banana they, character. A banana man, they love that. But bananas well, no, are major themes. But that was my point. Like, yeah, Fortnite's free for one, and you just need, like I said, you really want to drop a few bucks in there because just mm-hmm. getting that battle pass or buying cosmetics. But I think the better way to do it is through the battle pass. Just spending that one time mm-hmm. eight bucks. Gets you over that hump. Gets you some cosmetics yeah. so you feel distinct. And it allows you to start accruing V-Bucks at a clip that you can keep doing the battle pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, I might have to... I don't want to. In my spare time, I might have to play on his character. Because um, I'm not sure when the battle so pass soon. ends. Uh, soon? I don't know. I think but, it started in June. So it's probably soon. So he has two more pages. He needs like two more pages to go to unlock Darth Vader, which is that would make him like extremely happy if he could oh, have Darth Vader. Here you Vader. go. I can give you the exact number. Okay. Chapter three, season three. Assuming this info is correct, so who knows what that is. Right. The season ends on either September 17th or September 18th. People can't figure out if that's like, right, Mm. if uh, more than likely, given how it's worked in the past, though, the 18th seems more likely. That's a, uh, uh, lots of people are saying the 17th, though. That's a tough one, boy. That's a tough one to get them there. So, yeah, you're, you're talking like two weeks. Hmm. That's a tough one, boy. And yeah, I gotta tell you, um, Spider Gwen is apparently the next. Is it, don't pass. care. Don't care about the Marvel people. I, I was a little do. mad. <laughs> I was a little mad because I got killed today by Boba Fett, and I was like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> where did Boba Fett come from? How do I get Boba Fett?" I was very upset. Um, you know, we we have a certain way to play, right? And I don't know if it's a, it's a, you know, I, I don't know if it's frowned upon. Uh, he wants to fight Darth Vader every single game, right? So okay. every game he starts by saying, can we go fight Darth Vader every game? I'm like, stop asking because it's all he told me today is obsessed. I'm obsessed. He doesn't know what that means. But he's like, I'm obsessed with Darth Vader. So, I like I said before, when the when the party bus is flying, you can see his Imperial shuttle landing somewhere on the map. So you have to go down to where he lands, 
and he'll be down there with two stormtrooper guards and besiege you, they attack you. And yeah. by yourself, it's a chore. Two people, not that hard. Um, the trick with Darth Vader, for anybody who knows, is you strafe. So you circle. You walk in a circle as you're shooting. Um, oh, so you it's Doom 2. Circle around him. He throws lightsabers and shit, but it will miss you if you're constantly like in a circle around him. But he will force like drag you towards him or throw a car at you or some shit. Um, <laughs> that will get you. Yeah, yeah but if, I would imagine it would. But if you have two people, you just hit them from different angles. So you can only deal with one person at a time. You shoot the stormtroopers first, knock those clowns out, and then they drop. Uh, there's also chests around where they are that have the same weapons in them, but they drop a gold um, e-blaster, like a stormtrooper blaster, mm-hmm. and it's gold, and it has unlimited ammo. Like, it overheats, but you never need ammo for it, and it's a gold weapon. So you grab those, and then you just kill him. And when he dies, he drops his golden lightsaber, which is what – that's the prize. That's what my son wants. Mm. That's all he wants. He mm-hmm. wants – can I get the lightsaber? Can you give me the lightsaber? Yes, got the lightsaber. You know, mm-hmm. those those e blasters in that lightsaber, little unfair. <laughs> I destroy everybody with those things, and so we use those. We get them every game because that's what he wants to do. So we have them every game. So we are always in the top ten. Most of the time, in the top five. And like I said, we've won like four times. So meanwhile, my daughter's know. just underground harvesting fucking backpacks and shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we started finding two player vaults. Yep. So the certain places you go, you need certain people to open them. They open these big vaults. Um, yeah, we're having a ball, but we ran into I've ran into one snag with him though. Okay. With my son. And, and, you know, it's funny. Questions with trees. I've answered a, a question recently about, like, when you should let your kids play or how do you introduce your kids to playing. And I was answering that. You know, it's, it's it's you know, only you know how your kid reacts to shit. You know what I mean? Um, you got to act accordingly. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you have a kid who obsesses over something or if a kid who's like, you know, can't handle shit. Um, my son's been pretty good at games. This last week with Fortnite, we've had like two meltdowns when I've told him he can't play it. So, well, actually, one meltdown he had was because um, he got his lightsaber. But then, then I couldn't, then he got killed, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't heal him. Like, he was in the storm, and I couldn't go back and get him. Okay. And, like, he had, like, a fit that I couldn't heal him. Gotcha. So that was yeah. one meltdown. He just – he had a – he, like, was – he was screaming it was my fault. <laughs> Damn. It was all my fault. <laughs> he was okay, going but, nuts. But to be fair, was it? <laughs> Some people you can't say, Fred. <laughs> You got to go. I got to go. Um, we have since learned how to use the reboot vans because mm-hmm. you see them in the single player modes, but I'm like, I don't know what those are. You know what I mean? 
Um, and then the first time he died, I ran up to a reboot van and it didn't work. I did not realize I had to look it up that they drop a card. Like oh, your partner okay. drops yeah. a reboot card when they die. And I guess you gotta, you gotta grab it and then you can use it in the reboot van. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I left them behind and I said, I'll get you at the van. And then I got to the van. It didn't work. And then I was like, oh, how are you supposed to activate those? And then I realized that they drop a little key card. If your partner dies. Um, and then, yeah, he, he's had a meltdown when um, I told him it's time to turn it off. And he had like another no, meltdown. So, yeah. so we had, and, and he's a little Fortnite crazy right now. Um, okay. So I get that. I'm treading, treading very carefully on how much we play. Mm-hmm. But, the catch 22 is I want to play too. Yep. So it's this thing where is I, I'm with you, son. I do want to sit here for the next two hours and play this. Uh, but mom will not be happy if we do that. We need to mix this shit up. But I can't tell him that. I just got to be like, listen, buddy, we're going to play one more. And then I got to do some stuff. You can play with your Legos, you know. Well, sometimes I tell him he can keep playing, but I gotta I gotta go do stuff. But he wants to play duos now because he knows uh, without me, he he can't get the lightsaber. So, you know, he he did he was pairing up with random people, which I found hilarious because he goes, he goes, I got the lightsaber, and I go, <laughs> he called me at work. He called <laughs> me at work. <laughs> I'm on my break, on my lunch break, and he calls me. And I and I see it's my daughter's number, so I'm like, I thought something was wrong. I was like, what's up? Everything okay? It's my son. He goes, Dad, guess what? Well, he goes, I got the lightsaber by myself. I go, all by yourself? He goes, well, me and my partners. And I go, who are your partners? He goes, yeah, he goes, I don't know. I'm playing with some partners. And I said, okay, have fun. Good job. He was very happy. And then the other day he was playing with some random dude and he doesn't use voice chat because I won't let him. So mm-hmm. he, it's like this dude followed him to Darth Vader. So whoever this person was that was uh, partnered up with him, like followed him. And then the other kid took the lightsaber. Now, to be fair, the other kid killed Darth Vader. My son was like crawling around. So dead. He was, yeah, he was going for his booty. Yeah. So the other guy got him and took his lightsaber, then revived my son, right? As you would do as a partner. As a team player, and yeah. Then, <laughs> and then my son just started unloading clips into this guy. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he was so mad. He's like, he took my lightsaber. And I was like, well, he he killed Darth Vader. So he gets it. He got to share. He's like, no. And he just said, oh, he yeah. was just unloading clips into his partner. His partner was like, what the fuck, man? And I'm like, he's six. He has no nuance. So, yeah, he grabbed yeah. the controller and yeah. messaged him and said he's six. <laughs> he's six. Give him a break. He's emotionally unstable. He can't process his emotions <laughs> yet trying, properly. We're trying to figure it out ourselves. Like, <laughs> he's obsessed with Darth Vader. It's my fault. I killed this fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, God. And I bought, I spent my V-Bucks. Because I have like V-Bucks 
mm-hmm. from the battle pass, right? Because I, I bought the battle pass, but just from all the V Bucks in the battle pass, I, I don't know, I have over a thousand V Bucks. There you go. And I, I seen something and I bought it today, Fred. It was a backpack item, like the things you wear on your back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were Namco. They're doing Namco stuff in there. All right. So, like, they have emotes, you know, the stupid dance emotes mm-hmm. where they rip off every TikTok dance. I'm pretty sure they're not giving somebody money in there. Oh, yeah. Somebody should be getting paid for something and they're not Someone paying. Someone should um, be, but isn't. Yeah. Yes, it isn't. Um, but they have other emotes where your guy pulls out an arcade stool and sits down and plays like Galaga nice. or fucking uh, Pac Man above his head. Like, it's like a virtual screen. Um, but they also put out backpack items where it's, um, <clears throat> I think it was like 400 V-Bucks. Can't remember. But it's either Pac-Man or the four ghosts are animated on your back. Like you can pick one. So depending on what feeling, you know, how you want to look, yeah. coordinate your colors. So inky, my guy. Inky, pinky or what is it? Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So my guy has some yellow. He's very hip looking. I got, I'm using the snap-on robot. Mm. You get, earn the battle pass, you get that robot and all his pieces you can by doing missions you get different arms and legs and heads and torsos and shit and you can like mix and match and just make a crazy looking dude but of course my guy is kind of sweet looking uh of course he has like one yellow arm and all this shit and he has you know so on his back he just has a classic he has a classic pac-man mouth just biting but it looks like the old arcade like you know eight bit pack so it's just on my back, animated, just biting away. It's pretty sweet. Um, that's what I have. And my Hot son LED uses the action. Yeah. Yes. And my son's using the little snap-on robot, but we look different. So we're just a team of snap-on robots running around. Like you Although did. we did run into a team of Indiana Joneses that kicked the shit out of us. <laughs> Classic indie. <laughs> Leather jacket indie. Indiana Jones. Fucked up indie. Yeah, they fire. I go, buddy. That's Dear Indiana Jones Jones. taking your lightsaber. Because <laughs> while you're waiting in the lobby, like waiting to start next game, you watch the people that just killed you. So you uh-huh. can just and usually define the next game is like a minute or something. It's ticking away, so we can watch the people playing. And they always loot that lightsaber from them because they'll oh, probably yeah. like, you know, they're probably oh, what's Hello. this? Yeah, and you can tell some people never seen it before. Like someone, some people never cared to go kill Darth Vader because mm-hmm. they're playing with it. They're like throwing it, like oh, hey, <laughs> you know? look at this! I go, but it was funny. It's funny watching Indiana Jones loot people because I'm like, look at them looting your treasure, son, looting <laughs> your shit. Uh, but um, duos Fortnite with my my six year old son for good times. But I have to manage the time because he it looks like he's he can get a little uh, he's going to get a little carried carried away with this one. So I have to. Tread lightly as a parent with this know. one. You you look at it as more parenting. I'm like, you found a parent. I'd play it all day with them too. Why, yeah, my wife why, ra- why raise them? Like, just let it go. They're fine. You know, you were singing Fortnite songs in the car yeah. tonight. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, no. Um, it's better than the shit Autumn's singing. She's singing that Chrissy wake up shit from Stranger Things. Well, Oh, yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. 30 years old. Um, <laughs> he's thinking it's new. It's like, yeah, it's 30 years old. Um, 
My daughter was doing the same thing. She heard it on the radio. Oh, you the know Kate the Bush song. Yeah, no, oh, the there's Kate Bush a song. Oh, sorry, there's a, a there's a uh, Chrissy wake up. Um, like some guy made some like ASMR oh. video oh. called Chrissy wake up, and so my daughter it, like is singing a song that is made for infinite loops on um on what's it called on like uh infinite loops on youtube yes oh you're just ready you, know. just, uh, you just you look at the side of the road and you're like i could just take this car over this cliff right i know yeah and just end this <laughs> oh man anyway. yeah my my know, son I, this I was... made it dark no th- there's an emote in in Fortnite. it must be new to this season or something and, and i'm not even going to try to repeat what it is but sure. it's definitely one of those dumb TikTok fucking mm-hmm. thingies. And uh, he hums it in the car. Like, he sings it. Because everybody's always doing it. Like, we're in the lobby waiting yep. and shit. You know? Well, you know, and Gersman then, uh, was talking about it. How, like, Space Channel 5. Mm, right? I like, heard they, that. They knew. And it, they, you know, they figured yeah, it out they before the, the rest time. of us. Yeah, the TikTok <laughs> was going to be a thing. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? It, was it wasn't his epiphany. He read, like... Yeah. The pitch for the 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 movie, and he was yeah, like, and then oh, he was like, "Shit, oh, <laughs> they're right." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> up is down, down is up. Yeah, right, it's oh, it's cold. True. Yeah, um, whatever, man. I can't knock that game. Me and my son are having a great time playing it. And it's fun. Like it. I would like to say that I I consider myself competent now at Fortnite. There you go. I have enough crowns, Fred. I've earned enough crowns that I think um. Now, building side. No, if you throw me in the building side of, of the battle royal, then I'm done. It's over. But the no build zone, Useless. crushing it. Crushing, crushing it, it hard. God damn it. Well, you, man. There's a few things I want to play. Trust me. There's some, there was that ripoff, that Pikmin ripoff that's in Game Pass I wanted to fucking try out. Uh, um, hold on. I was just Tinker Tinkertons or something yeah, like that. I was just looking at the Game Pass app actually um, uh, before we uh, started recording. Hold on, let's see here. Let's go to the tease. Tinykin. Tinykins. Yep. Oh shit! And then there was a game I almost bought for for fifteen bucks or twenty bucks, but I couldn't pull the. Oh, what the fuck was it? Fred, hold on here. Okay. Barn, well, what was it? I can't remember the name of it. Take your time. Oh, there it is. I think this is it. Wait, you're going to die. Am I? Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. Because you're going to, you'll see it and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what, that's what trees would play. Oh, I'm sure. I know this doesn't make good. Uh... <sighs> well, since oh, I don't they have work a... tomorrow. <laughs> Holy I'm shit. Get buck wild here, trees. I just only had a VR. It has a VR version, too. Third beer. Oh, slow down. Yeah. Slow the fuck. Cause I, you know, I know last week I did uh, pumpkin ale, so this week was say right. goodbye to summer. And um, there's this brewery near me that does this uh, IPA called the Pacer IPA. It's a hundred calorie 
4% alcohol by volume IPA. So I'm having my third. I bought a sixer halfway through it. Well, I don't know if it's halfway because I just opened the third, but <laughs> we'll consider it halfway. It'll be halfway by the end of this. Well, here we go. Share. This ain't the exact trailer that I've. Uh, oh boy. That I've seen. Trailer. It ain't the trailer that's on the Xbox uh, app, but I think this will. Oh, you tell me what it's called. The trailer will just play. Oh, there we go. Shows a picture in the chat. <laughs> Barn finders. Okay. All right. Is this coming? Dude, to it's game like <laughs> it's it. No, it's a it's a game that you can buy. Like it's been in the store. I just was yeah. searching around the store and it popped up. You know, and you can. Uh, you oh can, my god! You find stuff in barns and renovate it, and then uh-huh. you you. Know, you buy auctions. Oh yeah, you this auction is a houses, game. And you can upgrade your fucking your 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 I don't know your thrift shop. You can wash taxidermied animals. <laughs> That's what he's doing in this scene. There's UFOs flying around. I don't know what's going on. There's all types of DLC for it. That dude looked like he might have been at my football game. It looks like a Wii game. Like it looks, yeah, you know, it looks what? like that's, you should. It looks like you should be using your Wii remote to point at game. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I couldn't pull the trigger on the on the price. So I was like twenty bucks. <sighs> looks like you can do a lot in this stuff. <laughs> Barn finders, and it had a bunch of weird DLCs, treasure hunters, and fucking something else. <laughs> you could get there was like two different bundles in in the. In the store. What, what is one to do? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, oh, boy. Now, see, if you worried about uh, HDR frame rate, stuff like that, you'd never uh, find oh, yeah. finds like that. Frame. Yeah, no. It's because I can't, I don't, you know, I throw that stuff out the window. I thought you'd uh, be I happy will. to know that, um, that uh, Xbox does not find uh, ray tracing to be a notable feature uh, in its list of details. No. Yeah. They, it's not that they're not for it. They just, mm-hmm. they really think you'll, you'll pick the game on a different, uh, mm-hmm. on a different merit, shall we say. And do you know who develops this game, Brad? Uh, it was at the beginning of the trailer, but I'll admit I didn't pay attention. My boys, the play way. Comic King uh, Simulator play people. Playway. That's how you know quality. Are Playway you aware that there is a Microsoft Solitaire collection on Game Pass? It might only be PC, but and it has achievement points. No, I don't play Solitaire. Yeah, neither does anyone else. I was just mentioning be, it. Not not really as a suggestion. <laughs> you can play you Barn Simulator. And again, Unlike you suggesting <laughs> Barn Simulator, where you will probably someday actually play that game, I'm yeah. not suggesting that you, me, or anybody yeah. else play Solitaire. I was just fascinated by the discovery. <laughs> oh, okay. But it, it, and that's that's Barn Finders. Fred. I'm sorry. I called it Barn, barn Simulator, which that would be boring, right? Simulating a barn? Right. You just you gotta, sit there yeah, as a you, barn. 
You have to hose off dead animals. Yeah. And then it's I a saw. game. He had beautiful teeth. Anyway. Barn fighters. <laughs> hey, it's on Nintendo Switch. Lady, he's Listen. putting my kids through college. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like what, quality to me. What do these developers do if they don't have people like you in their corner? They go out of business is what they do. But instead, they're successful, people... which means you need to keep it up. Yeah. But pace yourself. Someone has to play them. Yeah, it's true. When Power Wash Simulator gets dull... Where do you turn? I mean, in? not you don't like like um, House Flipper. Okay, that one. one's a horse of a different color. My wife wants to play House Flipper really bad. It, it, it faded on me because it almost got overwhelming. It got like too. It was like too overwhelming in a weird way for me. Yeah, well, too many things. My wife would go There's too it. many things going on in that. You know, I like car mechanics simply because I'm focused on a task. Like uh, what's in front of me. It's right houses in front of me. Everything I'm doing is complicated creatures. Yeah, but the houses is like knocking walls down and, yeah. and making new rooms and painting and cleaning and windows and yeah, this isn't your dad's house simulator. Yeah, yeah, this you know. So, anyways, I'm sorry. I, I'm taking I, up I, way I, too much. No, I kid, but like I mean, <laughs> your passion is admirable. Thank you. I will never have passion like that. <laughs> For a game. I have range. Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. Fortnite, yeah. You do. Finders. You do. You right? have range. No one can fault <laughs> you for that. Um, but Anywho. Um, Anyways, what are you doing, buddy? What have you been playing in this short week well, between so, games? Well, um, so I think we should jump right into um, what is my parallel to Fortnite, which is Magic the Gathering Arena. So I'm back to yes. it. Remember, I jumped in out of nowhere. You did. And while I was gone... There was a new... So the, these are sets that are known. This is the one part about Magic I think you could get into, Trees, had it not had the cumbersome, like, learning curve, is the lore behind it and, like, how each set circles back into new lore. So since I've been gone, three sets have happened. Uh, a new set just started. So I came back for the third set. Um, so one set was a Dungeons & Dragons Baldur's Gate set. So that happened. And then there was Kamigawa, um, and that is samurai, ninjutsu and whatnot. And it was the neon something set. So Kamigawa has already happened, but this is, so they basically brought back, you know, Japanese tradition and ninjutsu, which is an actual ability. You'll kind of dig this, Trees. Ninjutsu is an ability where when, a, um, when you attack with a creature and it's not blocked, you can activate ninjutsu and drop a new creature from your hand and take the original creature that wasn't blocked and put it back in your hand. Mm. And so it's like, it, it swaps out that creature, right? And so you can have a much more powerful creature right before it deals damage after it's too late to block it. And they usually have pretty ridiculous special abilities. And then... Oftentimes, the creature you're swapping out will be like a smaller, more basic creature, but he has a really cool ability when he hits the board. And so you get to constantly cycle these guys in a rotation. Ninjutsu is a cool ability. And so I've been having some fun with Kamigawa and practicing with that, but it's basically like this, the, uh, the cyberpunk version of Samurai and Ninjutsu. So it's pretty dope. 
Um, and then the new set that just came out was uh, Dominaria United. Dominaria was the original set. Not the original set that Magic launched with, but like the origins of Magic. Like when they went back and told like the the original five Planeswalkers and stuff like that. Um, and so they brought that back. And uh, so they, they returned to that set and made new cards is what I'm trying to say. Same thing with Kamigawa. And so when I come back, I come back to like a new set of Dungeons and Dragons, a new set of the original fighters and a new set of ninjutsu. And I've been having some fun making some decks and playing some stuff. Cause even though I've been away, right. A lot of my stuff, like there, all kinds of things happen. Rules change, cards get discontinued. You get perks and stuff like that. So I came back with a lot of stuff to do. And then I had a lot of gems. And so I uh, bought the Battle Pass right away, and I kicked off with uh, 15 packs um, and uh, uh, of, of the new Dominaria set. And I made a ninja set from Kamigawa and a couple other things, and I'm having some fun. But I'm rocking a pretty wicked vampire deck and a pretty wicked ninja <laughs> deck. So, oh yeah, my vampire deck's pretty fucking wicked, man. It's a bunch of like... Um, Hot girls is basically the way I'd put it. It's a bunch of girls who are like either be, you know, either they do like really crazy burn damage. Oh, sorry. When I say hot girls, I mean, um, not like attractive per se, you know, the art is what the art is. Um, but more like they do burn damage. Um, and then I also have old balls, like dudes. And what I mean by that is like, I have like the original, version of Count Dracula. And when you kill him, he just hibernates for three turns and shits out other vampires. And then he comes back, he resurrects. And so that's fun. And I've got a couple other dudes that like do some wicked shit. And then my ninja deck is just fucking brutal. It's this blue black mind fuck deck where I'm just countering spells and constantly flipping my characters. And Oh, it's fun. It's, Mm. it's a fun deck, but that's good. You yeah, s- and you still earn you still earn your gems. Yes, yes. So there's a daily thing every day, and what I've done is I kind of burned out when I played daily, especially because right there were some shitty players, and so what I've done by and large is stuck to very standard stuff, like just standard play where there's not like ranked matches and there's not like paid for deck pulls. I've noticed that when it's rank when there's stakes. Right, you get the shitty players who do the shitty things. But when mm. I just play casual and just come in every like three days and knock out, you can have up to three days worth of daily challenge slots. Unfi- like it fills up three days and then it stops filling up. So if you just show up every three days or so, you can just play for like an hour and just knock out your three challenges, get your currency, have some fun playing games, open your packs, and then call it a day. And that's what I've been doing is basically playing every third day for like an hour. Mm. And it's been it's been fun. <clears throat> what I love is I love experimenting with decks. My deck doesn't exist anywhere else. It's not published. I didn't borrow it from a website, anything like that. I basically read a couple articles about like the cool combos in a set. And then I start looking at those combos and saying, okay, what can I do that's cool? And then I just like tweak it over the course of like probably 10 to 15 games. And then... I get somewhere where I like it. And that's where my ninjutsu deck is. Now, 
it's a finite number of cards, right? And it's especially finite when you're talking about something like ninjutsu. Like if you go in and you say, show me all ninjutsu cards that exist in the Kamigawa set, you're talking like 15 cards, maybe 20. So mm. it's, a, and, and they're from different colors, right? So once you start trimming down to two colors, which is what I like to do, um, <clears throat> you're talking like 10 cards, right? And so, yeah, my deck is going to be some derivative or some version of another deck that already exists. The other thing that's kind of cool about Dominaria, which is, you know, again, I know you don't know much about magic, but I know you know the the general gist. Dominaria Mm -hmm. encourages you playing with lots of different colors. By and large, the recommendation of magic is you play with two colors because any one color is too weak. Two colors is just right. And three colors is a lot to manage. You can do it, but it's a lot to manage. So two colors is the sweet spot that you'll do with most sets. Dominaria has always been about, there were certain sets that, any set that was about the origins of magic uh, really leans to more colors, right? They, they lean into what are called the gold sets. The earliest set of that was Legends. And that was the first set where it said, no, play with more than two colors. Let's, let's see you play with three. Let's see you play with four. The Elder Dragons came out and they were all three colors. And you didn't have to have all three colors, but you had to be able to get the mana to play three colors. And Dominaria is the same way. They have some really crazy cards that bounce off each other, but they encourage you to play three or more colors. Um, and mm. there are a couple of cards that are extremely powerful that encourage you to play with five colors. Um, you can. Uh, I'm not, but others can. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting. But yeah, Magic's fun. Arena's fun. It has its ups, it has its downs, but I've been able to, like I said, low stakes games, playing with fun decks. I've been able to have a good time. And a lot of people tell me I need to go back and play Historic, which means it keeps track of every single set I've ever had cards for and all the cards in my collection from every set since the game started, which at this point is like 25 sets. And you can play what's called Hmm. Historic, where you can make a deck with any of the cards from any of those sets. And people tell me that's where the real fun's at. And so I might start digging into that, but that takes time and I have a week off, so I might get that time, but normally I don't have that time. Like you'll be spending two hours making one deck, right? But it'll be Mm -hmm. a badass deck. So there's that. Um, Have you, have you ever gotten into any other card game or is this the only one you've ever uh, digitally, not really. I mean, I've played some of those card games. Like I played Gwent, I played Sw- Slay the Spire, um, and I've played some of those games. I like those. Uh, not in, physical. In physical, tangible card games, I actually have. Um, so there was the first game I played after Magic: The Gathering was a game that probably wouldn't even be allowed nowadays. I don't think the uh, social conscious world would allow it. It was a game called Jihad, J-Y-H-A-D. <laughs> uh, and believe it or not, it was yeah. a vampire game. And okay. it was about the vampires finally decide they want to take out um, the humans. And so you played, it was kind of like a vampire style, vampire the masquerade style game. And it was it was a cool thing. It had blood points. So you had to buy these bags of like rocks basically like clear rocks you know you've probably seen those at like any rock store like the clear beads basically Mm -hmm. that are like rocks and they're like glass basically or they look like they're glass and these were red and you'd buy a 
bag of like 30 blood points and you play with them. That game was okay, but I didn't love it. Um, there was a game that's a finite card game where you don't buy like randomized packs. You just buy two decks of cards and you just play the game. And it was called Illuminati. And it was a fun like jokester style game. You know, from the makers of Saints Row comes Illuminati, right? Like it was a bunch mm. of jokes. And it was this idea that there was an Illuminati that actually controlled everything. And you had to figure out how to take over the world in a capitalistic like worldwide um, society using various things such as religion and politics and things like that. Mm. And that game was a lot of fun. <laughs> and the closest thing to magic I ever played, which I did play, and I think I talked about this recently, was um, the Star Wars game. Did I talk to you about this? No. Okay, then I must have talked to this about talked to someone at work about this. So I'll tell the story briefly. But believe it or not, Decipher, who actually was the company who would end up buying trying to remember decipher was bought by i think a different company and they're the ones who ended up buying up decipher and then later bought wizards of the coast which is magic the gathering and they also own dungeons and dragons so um decipher was this collectible card game company that came out with a star wars card game in the brunt of magic uh, i want to say roughly 95 95 sounds about right um and uh the way they did it was in their premiere set, it was a new hope and it was straight up like episode four and they, all the cards had screenshots from the movie, which was what really sold it. I think. And you had a 60 card deck and what was crazy was you would constantly be cycling this deck because your mana and stuff, instead of being lands that were out on the board that you would tap like magic, they were actually part of your deck and you would draw force based off of the number of locations that were on the table. And so you would take like, if you drew four force a turn, you would take the top four cards from your deck and put them in your force pool. And then when you'd spend them, they would go back into your deck. So you were constantly recycling your deck, but it was light side versus dark side. And of course it was hard to play the dark side early on. You had grand Moff Tarkin and Vader, right? And that was it. But you could do cool things like you could stormtroopers were free wherever Tarkin and Vader were. So you could drop Vader and just like in the movies, just drop a shitload of stormtroopers and really wreck house. But like on the light side, there was like Leia, Obi-Wan, Han. Um, Chewie wasn't in the first set. Neither was R2. But you had C-3PO, Leia, Obi-Wan, Han, Luke, you know, all that stuff. And then Mm. they had expansion sets, two expansion sets per movie. So there was a new hope which came out and that gave you Chewbacca and R2 and there was like nothing for like dark side. Like there was a, there was a couple cool dark side characters, but they weren't like main characters. Right. And then they did empire strikes back. They did Hoth and they did cloud city. And, um, then they did Jedi, which was uh Dago. Oh, they also did Dagobah for empire strikes back. And then for Jedi, they did, um, uh, what was the first Jedi? Jabba's Palace. Makes sense. Then they mm-hmm. did uh, Endor. And then they did Death Star 2. And hmm. uh, so by the end of it, right, you had a crazy amount of characters, right? You had, they even had versions of Luke, right? So there were three versions of Luke. There was Luke, you know, from episode one. There was Luke Skywalker, Jedi, um, Jedi, I think, training. And then at the end, there was Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight, and okay. um, there were different Vaders, right? There was, there was the Darth Vader, um, 
there was regular Darth Vader from the first movie. Then there was Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith, um, which was, it was the cool Cloud City one. Um, And then the final Darth Vader, and I forget which one he was. And then the Emperor was out there. There was Leia. You could do crazy shit that you couldn't do in the movies, Trees. Like you could train, because you had Yoda, you could train people at Dagobah. If you did the right setup, there were like, mm-hmm. they, they, oh, they introduced in, um, Empire Strikes Back, they introduced epic, um, epic events, I think is what they called them. But like you could reenact events from the movie. So you could blow up the Death Star and the Death Star was available to the dark side. So the Death Star could blow up planets and take out everyone who was on them. So you could blow up the Death Star and you could, target the main power generators and blow up the shield generator on Hoth. And you could train Luke to be a Jedi and you could train Leia to be a Jedi. And that got batshit crazy. A trained Leia was a force to be reckoned with. She could even wield (laughs) Anakin's lightsaber from the first movie, right? Like his original lightsaber, but it took forever to actually do it. But the few who were able to do it, it was pretty crazy. But anyway, it was a cool card set. And then they did three add-ons to kind of keep the... Because every with every set, like it grew stronger during Empire, kind of like the movies. And then right around... Right after Dagobah, it started to taper off. And then it got less and less popular with Jedi. Like the, the, the card game just didn't keep its popularity. And then they created these sets that were supposed to keep people encouraged, which was called Reflections. So Reflections 1 was kind of crazy because what would happen is they would just randomly throw in cards from all the different sets. You never know what you were going to get. And you could get what we called God Packs, where like it was all rare cards. You could open up a, a pack. I'd heard rumors, I don't know if it actually ever happened, where you could open a pack and you could get like Vader, Luke, Leia, Han, Obi-Wan, like all that in one. Right, And they had foil cards, which were worth a lot of money, but they were the same as the regular cards. And then there was Reflections 2, which did that. And Reflections 2 did some crazy stuff where they took... You could only get them in Reflections packs, and they were rare. But they took cards from the books and from the extended universe. So they had uh, Prince Zizor, if you remember him. He was in Shadows of the Empire, the video game in the book. He was in there. They had Mara Jade... She was a female Jedi apprentice of Luke's or of of Darth Vader that was sent to kill Luke, and he falls in love with her in the books and marries her. Oh, wow. and she's in the game. Yeah, it was badass running around, and the the actress they got to play Mara Jade was like smoking hot. Like I remember that because what they would do is they'd actually have to make a screenshot that looked like it came from the movies, right? Because all the rest of them were actual movie screenshots. So that was kind of cool when they introduced those characters, the extended universe characters in Reflections 2. And in Reflections 3, they got even more crazy trees and they introduced characters from Episode 1 because the Episode 1 movie came out in 97. Mm. And so you could pull fucking young Anakin Skywalker and raise him into Darth Vader. That's cool. Yeah, and I remember, um, if you remember, there was a bounty hunter. She's not talked about much, but her character's name is Ara Singh. She had much more presence in the video games, I think. And she was, like, all white. And she was on Tatooine. And she, like, fucks with the racers along with the Tusken Raiders during the pod racing scene. 
Okay. And she was like a badass bounty hunter in the card game. And you could do pod racing. That was another epic event where you could race pod racing and Sebulba was in there and everything and you could try to pod race. Um, And so that was kind of crazy. And the other thing I really liked was they extended more on those bounty hunters. So there was a whole thing in Empire where you could get Zuckus and Forlom and IG-88 and all those... And Dengar, those are all the bounty hunters that are chasing down Luke that are hired along with Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back. There's one scene where Vader's talking to all of them and they're kind of just hanging out on the death, or on the Super Star Destroyer, uh, right. the, the executor or executor. And, um, and yeah, they're all in the game and they're much more powerful. They got their own ships and stuff. So it really expanded on the lore while staying true to the movies, which I kind of liked. That's, that game was awesome. And when it fell out of favor, I stopped playing it, right? And I, I, I remember the biggest thing was a buddy of mine, Chris, and I, we both played the games, and I got a bunch of the cards because I would use my Christmas money and my gifts to get, like, boxes of cards. And when you opened a full box, you got a lot of main characters, right? That's just how it works. And... Chris really wanted them, but his dad wouldn't let him buy stuff like that. And I remember he had just gotten a PlayStation 1, and he didn't want his Sega CD anymore. And I, of course, was obsessed with Sega CD. I used to rent Sega CD constantly, but my mom would never buy it for me. It was weird how our our parents would spend money on one thing, but not another. And Chris eventually traded me for all my main characters. Like, I had all the main characters from the first, like, two or three sets. He traded me all those characters... For basically my dark side, my light side deck, his Sega CD, and Whoa. his handful of games. I think he had three, four, three or four games. But you know there what you happened are. was I didn't have any cards to play with on Star Wars anymore, so I didn't play with him for a while until I built up my collection again. So he was bored because he didn't have anyone to play with. I ended up using my own my old decks because he would give me one of my two decks I gave him, <laughs> even though he owned mm. the cards. And I wanted to play Sega CD more because I finally owned it. And I think out of the games he gave me, he definitely gave me the regular pack-ins, like the Sherlock Holmes and the arcade classics. But I think he gave me Racing Aces and um, Double Switch and Final Fight CD, which I still have that Final Fight CD today. Um, The box was long torn up, though. It's just like disc only. But but I ended up playing a lot of (laughs) Sega CD for a while and he didn't see me. So... It was yeah. kind of a shitty deal early on, but like that paid itself for it. But I, I lost my whole collection, and I kind of wanted to get back into it. And there was a time where they clearanced it out. And I remember that. I was in my first apartment when I was 18. Because if you remember, I went off to college, and within two weeks, I left college and came back home. I don't know if I've right. ever told that story, but that's, that's the story, basically. And so I got my first uh, – uh, my mom sent me to – she woke me up and said, you can't stay at my house. So the first day I was home, she got me a job. I started as a server at Ruby Tuesdays. And then she got me an apartment, and then she got me enrolled in community college. And um, my stu- er, I didn't have, like, I had some savings that my parents gave me money for college, so that paid for the rent that first year. And so I lived with my best friend, and I remember um, making some good money at Ruby Tuesdays. And um, they discontinued all the cards, and I was still playing Magic, and there was a distributor that like had some ad, you know, and in Chicago, there's a lot of distributors that have like little shacks that they, they just ship a bunch of cards out of like little shacks, you know, like they're in a strip mall or something and they're, they're not an actual store. They're just closed. And then they just ship stuff out of it. They just load boxes and sell to the other continental United States. Anyway, some guy was trying to get rid of it. And so he gave me 
a case which was four to six sealed boxes of every single set, including Reflections 1, 2, and 3. So I basically got these nine sets plus the three Reflections, so 12 sets. And I got four to six boxes, sealed boxes of packs of each. And I paid like a thousand bucks for the whole thing. Hmm. And it was the first time in my life where I had a thousand bucks to just blow on something, right? Like I'd been saving up for a couple weeks or no, it was probably a month. And uh, I remember, you know, I don't like opening packs. So I think this is the one thing I've talked about was I had to open, right? Like if you think about how many packs that is, that's 12 sets times four to six boxes. And it was 36 to 60 packs per box. That's a lot of packs. And I just hated doing it. I only cared about the cards I would get. And so what happened was my my roommate, my buddy, Jay, he liked opening packs, but he didn't fucking want to play the game and didn't care about the cards. And so that was like our, our thing was for like a month, literally a month, we would just open random boxes. He would open the packs and then I would sort them. And that was like our thing we would do, right? While watching like seasons of Buffy and you right, know, right. various other things. So anyway, yeah, but that's long and skinny. I probably could have just answered, yes, I played Star Wars CCG, but that's a long-winded <laughs> answer. So <laughs> mm. my but son's yeah. been, um, he has like a little pack of Pokemon cards. I don't know where he got them from. Mm-hmm. And he's playing with those older kids at camp. And I think he got some, they gave him some. And he sure. must have watched some kids at camp playing it because he wants to have, he goes, we're going to battle now. Pokemon battle. Pokemon battle. Okay. Yeah. So he splits the. He only has like ten cards. He gives me five. He's five, and he judges everything by the picture. Yeah. So he goes, "You it. go first, and I hold something up, and it's like a bird, and then he looks through his old pictures, and he goes, "I have a rock guy." He goes, "That that beats him. That slaughters, yeah." And I go, "Okay." So I put mine <laughs> down, and then and it goes, and he of course he wins every single one, and he goes, "I win. I won that battle." And I go, that checks out. That's pretty much how I perceive the Pokemon game to go. And when, then he got two more packs for his birthday. Ah. Even though he doesn't know how to play. And I don't know how to play it, but he's right. he's got two packs. I have well, no idea. Because that's a shiny like knifing people at Target for fucking packs of Pokemon cards. I don't know. Um That's that's a game I forgot to talk about is I I downloaded him for his birthday. Uh let's go Pikachu. Ah. Yeah, because I googled what Pokemon game is good for a six-year-old. Because as we all know, as gamers, Pokemon are not easy games. No, you know, there's all there's reading, and you got to know what the fuck's going on. Uh, but he really has been into it. So I said, let me download this because people were saying if for young people this is the mm-hmm. easiest one. But he's. You know, I, I found out quickly I could have just downloaded the demo version for him because the demo version gives you a whole backpack full of Pokemon you can th- battle with. Uh huh. And starting a brand new game, you don't get you anything. Yeah. And he does not like that. So I caught him playing the demo the other day and I'm like, I got you the whole game. And he's like, Yeah, but I don't have any Pokemon. <laughs> so that, that was 60 bucks. And by the way, you know, Nintendo. That shit's still not on sale, even though that's 2018. Oh, yeah. That shit is still $60 straight oh, up. Yeah. So there you go. That was a fun waste of money. <laughs> but uh, we've all made know. mistakes. <laughs> we've all made mistakes like that. But um, yeah, I remember when I was playing Magic and Pokemon came out and that gave people a run for their money. But I, I, I stayed the course, as mm-hmm. they say. Um, and then Yu Gi Oh! came and that, that, 
divided yeah. us for a while, but everyone ended up kind of back at um, at Magic. But if you had the foresight to keep your Pokemon cards and sell them later, or your Magic for that matter, like I'm looking at what the value of like the deck I used to play when I quit Magic in like 1998 and sold my deck. I probably got like 500 bucks for my deck, and I thought I was like a god. But my deck was a blue-black mindfuck deck that had some of the power nine in it. It had like Ancestral Recall and Time Walk and Time Twister. And I had some dual lands and I had mana drains and stuff like that. That's tens of thousands of dollars now. And it's like, oh, I had a Mox Sapphire in there. I had a Mox Jet. <laughs> oh. I mean, each of those cards is like thousands of dollars. Thousands. It's Man. just... Mm. <laughs> my mox jet was a beta too fucking mm-hmm. hell fucking hell all gone anyway okay so um then uh let's see what else have i been playing um so uh continue to play assassin's creed origins let's talk about this controversial game here uh-huh <laughs> so yeah. so trees i'm This game almost makes me feel like I'm not going to enjoy Ubisoft games for a while. Like open world. Like I'm fearing that this game will burn me against Far Cry games. I I am. I'm amazed you're still playing it. Well, so here's the thing. I do enjoy a lot of my moment to moment combat and I am enjoying the game proper. It is just way too much stuff. This game is fucking huge in a way I just cannot maybe I am doing a good job of it but I feel like I'm not giving people if you've played it you know but like I feel like I'm not giving people a feel for just how fucking huge this game is it is just astronomical it will be the last game you will play Mm -hmm. if you want it to be it really can be because, you know, I told you I was like, oh, I'll just get to level 40 so I can play some of the DLC. Fuck mm-hmm. no, that has ramped up so much. I, it's like a slog from level 33 to 34. God, I can only imagine what it takes to get to 43. Holy shit. That shit slows down fast. Yeah. I used to level up twice on a mission. Now I'm lucky if I can do 10 missions and level up once. Like, oof. And so what I've done is I'm, I'm definitely very picky now. Like there are tons of question marks all over the map. I don't even, I don't even try to look at them. Like if I, if they reveal themselves as I'm passing by, great, but no. And I've stayed largely to the story missions, but what will happen that's kind of frustrating is you'll go do a side mission that sounds interesting. And that's where I still lose my mind. Some of the side missions are more interesting than the main missions, and some of the main missions are more interesting than the side missions, but it's very hit or miss, like in both regards, right? And so sometimes I'll do a side mission, I'm like, man, that was a big chore of like fetch quests. And then you go do the main mission, and it's another big chore of fetch quests, and you're like, man, fuck. Um <sighs> But then there are like these really great moments. So, for example, at uh, the the crocod, what is it? Croca, Crocodilia is the name of one of the towns. I kid you not. And it's where the crocodile lives. 
Um, yeah, that makes sense. Who's one of the people you're trying to assassinate. And they have an arena. And so they throw you into these gladi- gladiator-like areas where you fight people. And then, of course, they start switching it up. And I figured you'd get a kick out of this, trees. So all of a sudden, there's spinning blades in the middle of the battlefield. And then there are pits you can fall into that damage you in there. Areas where if you step on them, fire lights up and lights you on fire. And then they release fucking jaguars and fucking lions in the match Mm. and stuff like that. (laughs) And they give you only, you do not get any of your weapons and armor. You are given stuff. And you have to use the stuff they give you to fight with. So if you don't love battle axes, which I really don't, tough shit. In this particular run in the arena, you have to use a battle axe. Um and so that was fun. And I completed that whole thing. And you can tell a lot of other go. people didn't find it nearly as fun because when I completed it, which only took me like 15 minutes to go through all of them, um, it was a diamond achievement and like 7% of people had gotten it. So I love those. Not everybody loved it as much as I did. But um, yeah, yeah. there was another thing where I've been, I've decided I wanted to take off the, uh, or sorry, um, get rid of the, 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 what do you call it? Like when you haven't explored an area, it's like black, it's like misted in the map. And then when you enter into it, it like reveals the whole area on the map. So I wanted to like reveal all the areas. And I went into one area in the South and this is what blows me away. Like in the first area, Siwa and many other areas, they're very concentrated. There's like a dozen icons in like a very small area of land. Like you're just tripping over new areas. Mm. Then I go to this place. It's a 3000, like a three kilometer, 3000 meter area. And there's only one question mark for the whole area. and No fast travel. And oh. you're like, man, you guys really don't like balance out how you no, handle yeah. real estate in this game. Do you? <laughs> but when you go down there, there's some really cool stuff. It's this really cool puzzle of like, you have to reveal all these, Uh, light reflections and when you complete all the light reflections you unlock this really cool like easter egg and so there is some cool stuff if you like explore everything that game has but if you want to try to figure out what's worth exploring and what's not i don't have a good answer for you because sometimes you play a mission and you're like that sounds like it'd be really cool like a side mission that you come upon right because you've all i've got like hundreds of missions unlocked now and so you look at a side mission and you're like that sounds cool and then you go do it and it's not. It's just some yeah. boring fetch quest. But then there's other missions where you're like, that sounds stupid. But then you play it and it's like you are brought to sea and you get to do the sea battle stuff all over again. And it's its own like private missions stuff. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there aren't sea battles available in the main game. And so to open those up, that's just cool. Mm. Right. And so, like I said, it's just so hit and miss to me. And... I got to say that now that I'm like 40, 45 hours in, I haven't really checked the clock lately. The problem is, is that when you're traveling from place to place, it can get boring, right? You, you really start losing interest in stuff. Um, it just, it's just too much tedium. So, um, but I'm continuing on. I've finally done all the side quests I think I want to do. And I'm headed back to see Cleopatra and perhaps... I'm near the end and uh, of the main story, and I, I, w- it would not surprise me. Uh, although I've seen no hints of this yet, if 
you know, she ends up being the bad guy all along or various other things like that. But who mm-hmm. knows? so far, Cleopatra has seemed loyal to me and I, I'm actually her humble follower, but loyal to her goals. So, right. In, well. in booting out the new Pharaoh. Um, so, but again, I, I get so torn with this game because the tech is so cool. The, the little side stuff is so cool, right? There were some very talented people that were put on some pretty mundane parts of this game. And when you get to find them, it really shines, right? And that's so cool. But it's just sprinkled in this quality or quantity over quality metric. It's just like, ugh, right? Mm-hmm. Like, The one thing I did learn was I was in my vertical tree. Uh, this is one thing that keeps the game interesting is I was in my, my skill tree and I unlocked sleep darts. And then from there, I unlocked the ability to tame animals. So now I can tame oh. animals and have pets. That's fun. And I have to admit, I did something really fucked up because there's an achievement for it. I tamed an animal and then I walked it to a crocodile so that the crocodile could eat it. <laughs> Listen, man, you, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. I got an achievement for it. You got, yes. You know? I also, Trees, this is something that would have amused the hell out of you if you could see it in a, in a thing. There was an achievement for feeding a, a dead human to a predator. Ooh. So Arc. I killed this guy, picked him up. And then the problem is when you're trying to feed him to a predator, if they see you, they attack you instead and they ignore him. So it's like a game. So you can't go yeah. to a predator that's too keen, right? You can't go up to a fucking jaguar. Like it'll see you. <laughs> it knows better. So I had to trick this pack of stupid hyenas. So I hid in, the, in this high grass and I Stupid like eyes. slumped this, right? It's like straight out of Lion King. I slumped this dead body right next to this tall grass. And then I had to like whistle to get this hyena to come over and investigate. And then he started eating my body and it unlocked the, er, the dead body I left, not my personal body. And it unlocked right. the achievement circle of life, which was great. And then I got fucking devoured by that whole swarm because i went to a hyena's like den and so then a a whole like pack of like 15 20 hyenas saw me running away (laughs) killed me but it's totally worth it for that achievement so like i said there's that game's so hit and miss for me um i think the reason i've kept it up is because i never play it for longer than probably like 90 minutes at a time and never more than like once a day right so and well, more likely than not, it's every other day. So, well, okay. <laughs> chipping away at it, as they say. Yeah, yeah, that's all you gotta do. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm having the opposite feeling with ghosts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I looking forward keep, to ghosts, but I feel like I, I will. Keeping. My experience with ghosts will initially be tainted if I come to it right yes. off the cusp of you, this game you know, most most likely correct yeah so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna set ghosts up for that so i decided to myself that uh i would play some more linear games for a while um and i know it's kind of open world but by and large it's linear is uh, mass effect 3 i need to wrap up that trilogy so i think that's where i'm going next for my big games so <laughs> but Anyway, um, next up, my brother-in-law came over and Julie, me, and him continued to go through The Quarry. If you remember oh, The yeah. Quarry, that's that supermassive game. Yeah. Um, 
So I'd already played through it, but here's what I have to say blew my mind about this, and I will stay completely spoiler-free. They, Julie and her brother, and then I get involved sometimes, but I told them I won't get involved anytime where I know it will affect future events, right? And I know what will affect future events pretty well from playing through the game recently. And so they make completely different decisions than me. And what blows me away is how different the game can be based off of that. Like there is a chapter that is in a whole new setting where I ended up in one place and they ended up in a completely different place. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, another thing was I stuck together with somebody. And so there were two people in... This is a completely different set of scenarios, but there were two people in a completely different area than they did where it was one person alone in the same area, but on the other side where like the events unfolded differently. Mm -hmm. Right. And then probably the most distinct thing, which I didn't tell them, but you know, I'll, I'll mention it here is um, they haven't lost anyone yet. And I already had killed off two people by this point. So there's that, hmm. but, but yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated with how that game differs and they haven't quite figured out what's going on. The other thing is they're way different than me though. Like there's a, there's a scene where you're at a campfire and you can play truth or dare. And based off of your decisions, you can get things as racy as possible. Right. Um, with mine, they were all chugging beers and dudes were making out with dudes and girls were making out with girls. Like there was all kinds of crazy fun, like college level shenanigans going on with theirs. Like three people did truth and everyone got their feelings hurt and everyone's all butt hurt in different parts of the woods. I'm like, fucking no wonder you guys were single before I'm like, Jesus Christ. Is this it's how you guys funny. navigate parties? <laughs> Ugh. Like me, every I time like it was this. dare, I was like, dare, I dare you to kiss someone. If there was a fuck option, I would pick it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, was 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 cranked this up. Was cranked this yeah. party up. Yeah. Anytime a guy could make out with a dude, I was like, yes. Anytime a girl could make out with a girl, I was like, yes. Let's let's switch it up. Let's get three people making oh, out great. with each other. I don't give a Stop fuck. Stop standing against a wall. Yeah. Let's get this party moving. Whereas they were all like, truth, truth, truth. They're like, we're gonna slowly work up to it. I was like, slowly work up to it. The night's young. What are you talking about? I know. That's funny. I bet you guys. I like wish I like play too. That game's scary, right? I, I, I can't get into that shit anymore. It's definitely a horror game. Things. There's going to be some jump scares, yeah. and you have to be able to control the... Uh, do quick time events during them. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't. If you it. get a group together, Trees, I think you could. If you could get you, your wife, and then maybe some friends who like horror movies, even if they don't like video games, it'd mm -hmm. work. My friend Whitney, who despises video games, um, she's just constantly dated guys who were like stoners who play lots of video games because the two go hand in hand. And so she always feels like she competes with video games for their attention, which is probably true. Um, so she had a negative connotation of video games. She came over and played through, and she by and large doesn't like horror movies either. She played through um, Until Dawn with us and had a blast. Hmm. So what we do when we play these games is I control, I do the quick time events. So nobody has to worry about those. We don't pass the controller and we have a rotation where, um, um, every other question, someone or every question, someone new answers it. So Brian answers, Julie answers, I answer, 
unless I'm, uh, you know, unless it's a question where I go, I'm, I'm not going to answer. And if it's mm-hmm. timed, it's like, okay, do I do it or don't I? And like, um, the quarry adds new stuff that wasn't in until dawn where it's like, do you interrupt this or not? Like you have an activity where like, let's say a, I'll pick something that doesn't actually happen in the game. Let's say you're, you know, by a dock and a shark leaps out. And so you see the shark's fin out of the corner of your eye and they go, do you push the person out of the way and stand there instead? Or do you do nothing and just see how it unfolds? And so I make them choose and that's a timed thing. Um, So they never have to worry about the quick time events or holding a controller at all. And they're all focused on the story. And when they do it that way, I find that it it works way better. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, they don't have the skills they need to survive this in the future because one of the decisions they made, I was like, you're lucky it's early in the game. Yeah. (laughs) But so we're still having fun with that. Well, that's good. And then last but not... Oh, sorry. Um, Yeah, so if you ever think about it, you might want to consider it... uh, Especially when it comes down. But the game's good with groups, so. All right. And then last but not least, I'm happy to say I have completed to its entirety Pumpkin Jack, and I had a great time (laughs) doing it. So I have the full thousand out of a thousand achievement points for that, Trees. Nice. Yeah. That game is not that long. It's six levels, roughly an hour apiece. It is definitely a throwback to medieval but like imagine medieval if you know um he was modern day graphics right there's either a 60 frames a second mode or like a ray tracing beautiful 30 frames a second mode i actually started on the ray tracing but as i got to later levels where it was more important to keep your wits about you shall we say um i found Mm. that the smoothness of performance was beneficial um but i don't think there's a wrong answer um and uh and um, I'm trying to look at my overall play time. Let me see real quick. Where do I see stats on this thing? Oh, I bet it's over here. There we go. Games, come on. Come on. All right, I'll let this load. Um, come on. <coughs> All right, it's still loading. Anyway, um, there we go. And sword recently played. Ply. There's Pumpkin Jack. Pumpkin Jack. Yeah, how do I see my stats? There we go. Achievements. Pumpkin Jack. Stats. There we go. Okay, six hours, 30 minutes to one. Uh, exactly. Six hours, 30 minutes exactly to 1,000 out of 1,000. So what I did was I played through the game. Um... But yeah, it's it's so it's platforming, a lot of platforming, and so uh, if you remember Medieval, there is no platforming. Oh, maybe Sir Fortescue did platform, but it was clumsy. This is not. The camera works great. The platforming works great. Uh, the game runs smooth in either mode, um, with no frame rate hiccups. But I found the 60s smoother, obviously. Um, and it's basically, you have a crow on your back, which can help you with like stunning enemies. And then you've got weapons. Uh, they're all melee weapons. Uh, there's a gun, but it acts like a melee weapon. Um, and, um, and you get one each level. So by the end, you've got a, an arsenal of five guns or five weapons, not necessarily guns. You've got one gun and then a bunch of different melee weapons. 
and um, and you're mo- and you do have a role, and then you can control the camera. And so this is like harkening back to like you know the early nine or the l- mid to late nineties, but like with much smoother graphics. Um, and uh, you're and and it it's very um, like th- it feels good, and you're basically mm. traversing these. Halloween towns and stuff, and there's this great Danny Elfman esque soundtrack going on. And, of course, yeah, and you go through different worlds, and then they've got little areas where they switch it up, little puzzle areas, and um, you know, some of those can be as much as like, you know, navigate this maze kind of a la like labyrinth and stuff like that, or can you do a whack a mole thing, or can you play a game of Simon? Um, and then there are on rails sections where you're like in a mine cart and you have to like jump at the right time, Donkey Kong country style, um, or you're riding a horse and you have to like jump at the right time or, uh, oh, there are riding a ship on rails and you have to make sure you jump at the right time and stuff like that. Mm. Um, by and large, the game's fun. I will say that there are a couple areas that are particularly frustrating that I don't like, and you can definitely tell this was a European developer um, because of its style, and I'll get to that in a minute. This isn't really a criticism as much as it's an observation, but I don't love European game design, so it might be a mild criticism, but level three, the swamp, and the final level, maybe it's level four is the swamp, Eh, it might be level four. Eh, it might be level three. Anyway, <laughs> that and the final level are have some like teeth grindy moments, um, mm. especially with this ship. So there's this ghost ship you're on, um, where the Grim Reaper is kind of taking you across a ship, and it'll do this stuff where like the ship turns around and the geometry is not really built for it, and you got to try to figure out a way to like jump out and then double jump back onto the ship as it's rotating because the geometry won't let you just like rotate with the ship. And I didn't like that. Um, There are times where, and this is probably, this might be an Xbox only thing or a console only thing port, but it might be on the PC version as well, where like you are given instructions on something that's about to happen and the timing's off. So you actually don't get those instructions until you've already died. And so that was frustrating. Um, There are certain areas where it's like you have to know what's about to happen in order to beat it. So it's like part of the process that you die once and then you learn the pattern and then you replicate Mm. the pattern. I've never loved that, but it's few and far between. And I will say... Uh, really is that siphon filter style okay no uh i mean um splinter cell original splinter Splinter cell Cell. oh yeah i haven't played the old school splinter cells i've only played the 360 and beyond but i've been told that about the originals go this way die all right don't go that way yes go this way yes they do that yeah yeah and sometimes (laughs) the the checkpoints are stretched a little further than i'd like um Hmm. and i will say the last boss was hard but i think a lot of people would say it's the last boss. It's supposed to be hard. Right. And for what it's worth, I was only on that boss for like 30 minutes and probably died, I don't know, three or four times. <laughs> but it's one of those things where they have multiple phases and mm-hmm. it's long-winded. And if you die at the very end, you have to redo everything from the beginning. So, But yeah, um, there are no like... 
I would say, per se, skill achievements. But there's a decent amount of collectibles. So you collect gramophones. Uh, there's one in every level, which shows off a new funky dance. <clears throat> don't worry, they don't do Twitch TikTok dances. Right, good. <clears throat> and then there's 20 collectible skulls in every level. And you can spend those skulls for unlockable skins. And um, my favorite skin... Yours, Trees, I think would probably be the Lumberjack skin. Okay. Uh, so if you've never seen Pumpkin Jack, he's got like a scarecrow body with a flaming pumpkin on top. So kind of very Ichabod Crane and Headless Horseman style look to him. And um, there is a Lumberjack thing where he's wearing a pair of Lumberjack overalls and stuff. It's one of the first skins you can unlock. Um, I Don't like hate the it. What? Don't hate it. Yeah. I like the Private Dick skin. There was a skin. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Dick skin. Um, the, the private detective skin it, okay. where you're wearing like gotcha. a long brown trench coat and you have like a pipe. Um, and so I, I dug that. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. There's a muscle man one. There's one where you're just a skeleton. Um, there's some fun ones. But uh, but yeah. Um, so when you beat the game, you just have to go back for the collectibles if you miss them. I don't like that you start at the very beginning of these hour-long levels. Um, mm. Once you get the unlockable, though, it saves immediately and counts it. So you technically don't have to redo every level, but what I learned was when I beat the whole game, I was only missing three skulls and one gramophone. And I knew exactly what levels they were on. Um, but I didn't know exactly what they were. But since I was so close to all the collectibles, I was like, I may as well do it. And it probably took me another hour because usually the things you miss are at the end of the level, <laughs> not the beginning, because mm. that's where they hide the stuff mm. harder. So, but I did get everything, didn't have to consult a guide, uh, except once I did have to look up a guide for one skull. I was like, okay, I've done this level a second time. I just cannot find it. When I found it, I was like, that hiding place is fucking bullshit. I, it was an area that literally looks like something that isn't, you can't go there. Right. And this right. game does suffer from that. Sometimes you will, I, I wouldn't say you get frustrated cause they're pretty liberal on the checkpoints, but especially in those later levels where I ended up getting everything, but it was because of lots of dying and trial or error. Um, there will be areas where you're like, can I go there? No, you can't go there, but it looks like I can go there. And then there are other areas where it's like, how am I able to go there? And that doesn't make any sense. And right. there's a lot of that going on. And so this one looked just far-fetched. It just looked like your double jump would never get you to that area. And I died a couple times trying to get there. I had to like curve it in a certain way after watching the video. And so if I have to watch a video to one, not only know where I am, but how to get there, that's a bullshit collectible. And of course, mm -hmm. lots of people say that. They say, oh, on the, it was in the swamp. They were like, on this level in the swamp, that's bullshit. I, like, I can't find the last skull. And then people are like, well, have you tried this? And they're like, that's, that's where that is? Fuck that. Like, I didn't <laughs> even know that was part of the map. Like, so there's one bullshit skull. But by and large, right. it was fine. Um, so yeah, I got all 1,000 out of 1,000. It was super charming. If you're going into the holiday season, or sorry, the holiday season, into the Halloween season, and you want something or like a fall season thing once the temperature starts to drop, and you want something to break yourself in, this one's great. It, it is a great game. It has some flaws, but the positives 
by a landslide outweigh the negatives. I enjoyed every moment I played with this game, and the only thing I'm kind of sad about is that it was that short. Um, oh. So, Pumpkin Jack often goes on sale, especially on Steam. Um, I want to say it's normally 20 bucks, and let's check real quick. Got Steam right here. Also, I haven't gotten uh, a thing for my Steam Deck yet. Twenty nine ninety nine is the normal price. Um, still worth it, even though it's short and stuff. Yeah. I love what they did, and it's one of those things where it was developed by a single person, and then he brought in other people to do just the like voiceover work and stuff like that. Right. So it's normally thirty. I often see it on sale for between. I, I want to say it's usually $17.99 when it goes on sale. And when I bought it on Xbox, it was on sale for like $10. It was like the craziest lowest price I'd seen it ever. So if it ever goes on sale like that again, which there might be fall sales coming up real quick here. Um, Steam's probably your cheapest place you'll find it. But um, Xbox and PlayStation... When they put it on sale, and I know that same price was on PlayStation as well. When they put it on sale, it was worthwhile. I think you'll enjoy it, you or other mm. people. Like if you if you know what it is, it's that three D platformer Mario right. style. It was a lot of fun. So sometimes is a you're in the mood for that, you know? Yeah, and I was laughing because Chase reached out to me and he was like, because he saw me playing it on Discord, it tells what I'm playing, and he goes, "You're too early. You should have waited a month." And I was like, "That's well, right." The pumpkin, the pumpkin beers are too early. The pumpkin lattes are too early. The pumpkin pastries are too early. So I decided to play this because it's pumpkin-based. So. <laughs> it's craving pumpkins. It's very amusing. Also, there was a couple other jokes that I won't make here, but there's some amusing stuff they do um, for that last level and, and who the last boss is and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that's my week. So wow, did a lot. Yeah, I, I for a short really, week. Yeah, a short week between shows. Yeah, but remember, Pumpkin Jack was only six and a half hours, and <laughs> still six and a half hours. Wife and kids work. Six and a half yeah. hours is a lot of time. Yeah, don't sell yourself short there, Fred. You did good. Yeah, this Squeezing was a weekend. My wife was at work. Yeah, I did good. So, but um, yeah, but other than that, that's that's it. Nice. Getting ready to start, uh, you know, doing it all over again. Um, I'm looking at, uh, you know, getting that hacked Xbox and maybe playing Goldeneye for the first time. Wrapping up Mass Effect. And uh, I'm thinking I might try that Kena Bridge of Spirits or whatever. I've got that. That game was oh. on sale at Gamefly. I picked that up for like 20 bucks. So I've had it for a while, <laughs> so I should probably play it. Either that yeah. or I might play Death Proof. Or Death Loop, Death Proof. Death Loop. Death that looks Loop. like fun too. I have that too. Yeah. Which oh, that, stuff looks that like game's fun. gonna hit Game Pass in the next month or two. I may as well Good. do it while it's still a PlayStation exclusive. That's right. But anyway, so all right. Well, then I guess we'll call it. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of like you said. I I hinted at fall last week with Pumpkin Jack and the pumpkin beers and stuff. Now I'm circling back and going. No, no, no. I got that. It's Labor Day weekend, right? That's usually kind of the end of summer, and I've got I've got uh, the week off. So let's let's remen- remember summer. So I'm gonna try to mm-hmm. lean to summer stuff uh, as I wrap up. So 
Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's it. So, Alrighty. I guess without further ado, we'll call it a night. So, happy gaming. <laughs> Later. <laughs>